What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with some interesting people and with a touch of what, Terence? Good old Malaysian humor. As well. Good old Malaysian, Malaysian humor. humor. But <laughs> Malaysia in general is is, is just funny, lah. Like, it's, it's a lot of comedy there. It's a lot of comedy there. Mm, mm, and yeah. probably gave gave rise to our guest mm. sitting in front of us. Mm-hmm. Someone who's been on our podcast before. Yeah. But not in person. Not in person. Yeah, not in person. That's the exciting part. Yeah. This is the first time we're meeting him in person. Uh, We last recorded August 2021. And now it is February 2023. Welcome back, Dr. Jason Leong. Wow, I didn't realize it's been two years. Uh, I thought it was one year. I thought I I thought I did your podcast last year. I also thought. Yeah. Uh, I really like how you introduced me because when you talked about Malaysia, good old Malaysian humor, there was a tinge of... uh, like uh, discuss lah. <laughs> when you're mentioning you know, like I can see I can hear it in your voice bro like Malaysia is uh, don't, you know. don't read too much I'm, I'm just in general very monotone very yeah you, you, are, you, are, you are professional like you are a newscaster but you are like you know it's, it's like it's this, yeah Malaysian yeah. but this fucking we gotta open up our Singapore hey, but my mom's family from Malaysia so oh, yeah, of course yeah, I love yeah. Malaysia oh, but your, your mom is not Malaysian she is now Singaporean. See, because mm. she, she also denounced yeah. Malaysia. <laughs> see, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. he he comes from a family of people who have given up on Malaysia. Given up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but you know, I think nowadays uh, giving up on Malaysia is a good thing because uh, uh, I, I, I want to move to Singapore soon, one day. Uh, and also, Michelle Yeoh, mm. uh, who is from Malaysia, she yeah. just won a Golden Globe. Yes. You know, so she's very inspirational. You know? There's and nothing you cannot achieve once you give up on Malaysia. <laughs> but now she's, she's still a Malaysian uh, citizen-ish. I think so. I mean, uh, she, I mean, she has never said she's not. Uh-huh. Uh, but in her acceptance speech at the Golden Globes, she did say that, you know, uh, mentioned Hong Kong, Malaysia as part of her, her journey to become where she is today. Mm. Uh, so she, I don't think she has she has denounced Malaysia yeah, yeah. unlike your family la. <laughs> she's still part Actually, of Malaysia just my mom. you know now as we speak my mom went back to Malaysia ah, to visit her family okay okay but for how long for like uh, a month a month okay that's, that's uh, long that's quite long yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. every year every year a month more visit. than every uh, once which a year which part of Malaysia again Kuala Lumpur Oh, okay, ah, okay, okay, which okay, is where okay. you're from also yeah, 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 yeah. But, but actually uh-huh. you are uh, I realize you've been visiting Singapore quite a bit yeah yeah very uh, often since yeah. I think on your Instagram December you were here and so, now you're here. <laughs> yeah, December. No, okay. November, I was here because uh, I had a gig and also my mm. wife's family came down here for a holiday. Uh, you know, okay, and okay. it's very nice because my wife's grandma, she is a, very, it's a real homebody. She likes to stay at home. Yeah. She hardly ever goes out even in when she's in KL. But she loves flowers and plants. Mm. So my wife, uh, after visiting the gardens by the bay in July, yeah, yeah. When I did my show. She knew that the grandma would love the flowers, so she actually got her grandma to come in uh, November, which is a big deal. She has yeah. she, she had to renew her passport. She never had a never visited outside of Malaysia for the longest time. Okay, so she came and she enjoyed the gardens by the bay. And then my oh. wife asked her, "How do you feel?" And then she said, uh, "I I look with my eyes, my I am full." Whoa. Really? Yeah, that's how that's how in, impressive the Gardens by the Bay is, lah. So what I'm trying to say is the PAP has done a good job. <laughs> hey, this is not PR application. Oh no, no. So if anyone's listening, uh, but it's so impressive. So so I was here in November, then I was here in December for uh, the ADCC Singapore, which is the uh, mm. a, a grappling tournament oh, in okay. Singapore. 
Uh, and then and I'm, and I'm here again. So yeah, quite often. Yeah, yeah, man. Mm. You're like almost like uh, you. I mean, Singapore is very dear to your heart, lah. Yeah. Can tell. Even yeah. there's a lot of time spent here and all. Yeah. Like. See, see, you're very professional. You say like you know you come <laughs> into Singapore very often, but when you say that this Hadis yeah. is like. <laughs> I'm his like, face, Terrence, you see his face. You don't need to be so nice, that His Terrence. face like, why are, you so, why are you here so often? Yeah. You don't find like Jason's love for Singapore some, sometimes a bit too overbearing. That's hilarious. Okay, joke there. <laughs> Bro. Uh, I hang out a lot with Faz. Mm. Faka Faz mm. and Rishi Budrani. Yeah. And to a certain extent, Kamaro and a few other Jackie, you know. friends. Like, mm. Bro, the... Rishi and Budran, uh, Rishi and Fast, they they absolutely hate it when I talk good about <laughs> Singapore. No, no, no. I'm not talking about it. Just like, oh, the roads are nice, public yeah. transportation. They're like, bro, bro, you're disgusting, bro. Like, there's, I, I feel this this tinge of hatred, no, yeah, yeah, from yeah. the non-Chinese people in, uh, in in Singapore, you know. And I want to tell them like, I didn't do anything to you. I'm from Malaysia. Yeah. Yeah. Sustain so your fucking noise. Ah, there we go. See, mm. see, you see. You see, yeah. Yeah, but now, but now Malaysia got new dawn, no? and Malaysia got uh, yeah, Anwar right. and everything. He even came to Singapore and made friends again. Yeah, 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 made friends again. Even uh, PM Lee said, no, his relationship with Anwar is like no other, no. Mm. I think he said wow. something like it's like a relationship like no other. You can see it many ways, lah. Yeah, yeah, he said yeah. that. He actually said that. He said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. I don't know what he but means by does that. Does he la. say? Does he say that to other visiting heads of state? I don't know. Uh, no, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. uh, I know that Lee. I think Mr. Lee Sen Long had um. Can say can say Lee Long one. No need to say Mister. Oh, no, yeah. uh, he had a maybe not so good relationship <laughs> with the previous prime ministers, like mm. uh, especially with uh, uh, Ma- Mahathir. Uh-huh. Mm. Tun Mahathir had a fractious relationship with Lee, Mr. Lee's father. Yeah. yeah, and Anwar is seen as uh, like an antagonist to yeah to an M. So maybe there's you know your 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 enemy the yeah, friend yeah, yeah. Of, the enemy your enemy is my friend yeah, yeah. so maybe there's a, but yeah it's a new it's a new leaf la, i guess mm. but still i think uh reforms and big change it takes time la. but how, uh, how are things on the ground like i mean the last time we spoke to you august 2021 right yeah yeah malaysia is a different place a political landscape my god right? you know in august 2021 i believe the prime minister was someone else it was uh it was maybe around the time of the game of thrones that uh that whole web was it muhyiddin uh? wait I muhyiddin mean, was how long february 22 yeah i think maybe that time was also good you're going to change to another prime minister maybe last mm, like two mm. prime ministers ago so it's very the last prior to election the politics was very fluid yeah, mm, uh, yeah. the uh, from 2020 to 2022 we had two prime ministers Mm. Uh, uh, 2023 so the elections kind of reset the whole thing and even then the, the the current prime minister doesn't his political coalition doesn't enjoy a two-thirds majority or even a simple majority Yeah. so yeah. he has to cobble together a simple majority yeah. with other uh, let's say former enemies yeah. you know? so it's a minority government but it looks stable for now Yeah. but actual tangible change and reform not yet so, but you, you're happy la, about what how things are, have developed since then? Most people like me are not happy, but we are not fearful because mm. we almost had a a very hard, hard, hardline right-wing government Yeah. Mm. because yeah. Uh, this political party known as PAS yeah. is a, is a very is, is, is an Islamist party, mm. but now they're the biggest single party in parliament. They have 44 yeah. seats. Yeah. Yeah. But they, themse- they by themselves and their partners couldn't cobble a... Uh, uh, Simple majority, mm, 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 mm. which is good news for now. But in the future, what if they gain more seats? Yeah, mm. yeah. So there's the fear, la. But mm. what's the general feel like on the street? 
like uh like like people kind of because you say like for for you you're not fearful but you're also not happy but generally is there an air of like it's a new day lah okay I think ah uh, this is the best way to describe the on ground feeling of Malaysians now lah yeah. like this alah lah alah lah lah you know like you know like if we are we, we're not you know we're not uh, you know the capital is not burning yeah but mm. we are still not like. Get, uh, our ringgit is still shit, you know, and uh, and things aren't really improving that much. Yeah, our improvements are just a bit here, there, a bit here, there, and the our gains are always negated by failures elsewhere. Mm. You know, yeah. so it's just like la la la. <laughs> so then, what's the what's the graph of emotions over the past few years? Because I remember twenty twenty one, I went up to KL or start of twenty twenty, and I was asking my uncle about COVID, and he mm. said something like, "Like ah, whatever lah, it's." Everything is just Wait, is just start of 2020. Yeah, the past few years has it been like gone from like pissed off to like oh there's hope, then now it's like like that lah. Or yeah. it's always just I, like like that. February 2020 uh. was when the first the the, the first coup happened. Mm. There was a betrayal within the the governing coalition. Mm. Yeah, and then what happened was uh the government that we I mean the, like we voted for was torn apart and then replaced mm. by. Uh, another government lah, mm. and they were not doing a good job. They didn't do a good job curtailing COVID. They didn't do a good job uh, preventing deaths and everything. So, and then the then Prime Minister suspend suspended Parliament, declared a state of emergency. Yeah. So we were all, like the only country that I know that that had to declare a state of emergency to to handle COVID, <laughs> but he just wanted to silence dissent. Mm. Yeah. So that was very thorough lah, because like COVID uh, COVID around the corner. Economy is doing bad, and we didn't have parliament. Mm-hmm. So then, when things started reopening again, and then he got overthrown by another uh, coalition. Yeah. So that time things were stabilizing, but still not doing a fantastic, fantastic job, lah. Mm-hmm. I see. I see. Then mm-hmm. elections came about. There was some optimism. Oh, there was some optimism. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. And then after that, now, now things are a bit better than previously, lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but as a comedian, lah. Because a lot of material and all that. You remember, I think during COVID, you were doing a lot of videos on YouTube and, and they also talked about political situation in yep. Malaysia. La. So now that things are like that, la, you know, it's, it's more stable and whatever. Do you feel like there's less to bitch about, less material as a comedian? Oh, well, of- see, in Malaysia, there will always be a wealth of material. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> material is non-stop. <laughs> Non-stop. If I, if, honestly, if I do a stand-up comedy show just on current events and political news, right? Yeah. I think I can easily do a half-hour show every month. <laughs> there is, every month. It's ridiculous stuff every month. Uh, so, yeah, there, w- there will never be a, a, a shortage of material lah, okay. from yeah. politicians and politics in, uh, in Malaysia. But having said that, like last year, I think you all know also like uh, during election year, uh, our comedy club got shut down. Rizal Ben Gezer, my fellow, my my brother in comedy, he he was arrested to assist in investigations because one of his videos touched upon race and religion. Mm. You know, so the racial sentiment and religious sentiment was very high mm-hmm. uh, in twenty end of the second half of twenty twenty two. Yeah, mm. yeah, and I think I felt the most pessimistic then, like because like you know, comedy cannot do. Yeah, yeah. You know, freedom so, of speech is curtailed. So actually, to so from what I recall, it was one comedian during an open mic. Yeah, she wasn't Ooh. even a comedian; she was an open mic trying out uh, for the first mm, time. Yeah, mm. so she tried. Came she, uh, she came on stage. Uh, she said, "I'm a Muslim." Then she took off her hijab, and then she took off the whatever she was wearing to reveal like she was wearing some sexy clothes. Uh. 
And it's like, oh, what's up, motherfuckers? And then oh, she uploaded that clip. And someone else re-uploaded the clip saying, this is insulting to Islam. Mm. So then there was a lot of hate towards her and the club that you know, that allowed this to happen. Yeah. Mm. So within 12, within 12 hours, the club was uh, raided by authorities. Oh, mm. fuck, yeah. yeah, then you're shut down. And then shortly after that, so the mob was like, like they were very angry. And then they said, eh, hey, the owner is this guy who's also a comedian. Let's check his video, videos mm. or oh, less. A few clips of him talking talking about his experiences, mm. and, you know, uh, which touched upon religion. And then they were like, "Okay lah." Then the a mob form. They uh, protested in front of a police station, live con- live live Facebook live everything. Mm. And then they submitted a police report, and they he was arrested for like uh, and remanded for twenty four hours. Oh shit! And now he's uh, he was he's charged with. Uh, uh, section two two three three of the Communications and Multimedia Act, which yeah. is uploading videos with the intention of annoying people. I mean, I'm this layman phrase lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the word intention is there, so it's a very nebulous law because, like, who who, are, mm. who, who can judge or arbitrate intent? Yeah, yeah. like if because as a comedian, I'm telling you, he uploaded the videos with no intention of annoying anybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. the intention yeah. is to expo uh gain exposure, make people laugh. Yeah. So who who can say the intent is what? Yeah, yeah. So that means he's charged with that. He's charged with that. Uh, so it's undergoing trial. So then for because in in generally in comedy you will say stuff that some people might find annoying, right? Yeah. So did we, you feel like oh shit soon it's gonna be yeah we had a meeting comedians. yeah we had a meeting after that shortly after he was uh, he was uh, released mm. and the the truth is we are all seditious we are all anyone can make a, a police report and yeah. say hey yo I find your video annoying lah but you but yeah, but my intent is not to annoy. Mm. Yeah. My intent is to, to to be funny. If you if you're annoyed, then don't watch. Huh? Mm. Yeah, that's the problem with the law, like, because the, the, that is a criminal law, I think so. And that it involves the police. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nice. You know, if you don't like something or whatever, there are civil laws yeah. that can help with that you can settle it among yourselves. Like, but this one involves prison time, fines and jail sentences. This is ridiculous. Like, it's that, it shouldn't exist in a mature democracy. Like, but then again, mm. Malaysia is not a mature country. Like. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so he got charged because he's the owner of the club. No, he, charged, he got charged because he... Oh, the video. The, the video. videos that he the has. The day, the day after the club, uh, when uh, he was arrested for... No, he was arrested the, a week after. A week after. Yeah. That was because, like, what, how was, what's because his the affiliation? Mob, the, the, the haters started, oh, this one, Rizal is a comedian. Oh, so it was just, it, it was just, he was another comedian performing that night or? No, no Rizal is the owner. He's the owner of the club. So uh, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, this club is, I see, you know, I see, I see. Uh, promoting hate. Yeah. Hate. Inverted commas. Then, oh, he's the owner of the club. Oh, let's check it. Oh, oh this guy, uh, see, uh, uh, this guy also, no wonder they are. Uh, so uh, then um, yeah he's undergoing he's going through the trial right now but mm. since then because Malaysians like wow you know you, you're taking away our space and you're clamping down on stand-up comedy so they are now Malaysians are now more supportive of stand-up comedy mm. oh, yeah? they are still coming out to shows in force everywhere like we have a lot of pop-up shows here and there mm. so it's good I, I can tell that the, su- the support is still there Mm, so it's great. So, so things are fully back to normal already, lah. In in Malaysia, in terms of the lockdown pandemic, yes, it's yeah. we, no masks. You can shows are allowed to happen. Mm, mm, mm. Just that we don't have a full time comedy club now. But the Ooh. good thing is, other comedians are taking upon themselves to po- do pop up shows and everything. Mm. And I, I I I do lots of shows with Rizal together, and he's I think he's in a weird way he's happier now. 
<laughs> because he now is not uh, tied to the comedy club. Ah, I see, I see. He's free to perform for himself. Oh. And he's, he's, he's getting better and better. So he's, he's amazing to watch. Ah, and he's also probably in some way more people know of him. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. As yeah, in yeah. He's, he's, the, he's the one who got implicated. La. Because uh, shortly after that, uh, because uh, he was trending on Twitter. Oh, is it? He was, uh, his, his name appeared on like uh, mainstream news. Mm. So, because like I used to make fun. He said, he always like, hey, see like Jason, uh, you, last time you used to advise me, uh, mm. upload my comedy clips on social media. Uh, you see what happened? Uh, <laughs> That's, hey bro, you're trending on Twitter and you got covered by Berita Harian. No, you know how yeah. hard is it? No? I've never seen a <laughs> comedian get covered, you know? So, it'd be great. <laughs> it's like last time Faz also, what, when he made that joke, you know about Najib? Najib, yeah. 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 That one, he did say it opened him up to the Malaysian audience. But I think, I think Faz should re-upload the clip now. No, because, no. because the guy's convicted. <laughs> uh, no, I think he probably did. I think Faz probably did. Uh. Check. Yeah, but yeah. so so yeah, for those for your listeners who may not know, Faz did a joke in Singapore where mm. he said like the Malay, the Bahasa Melayu is different in Malaysia than in Singapore. Mm. In Malaysia you say this, in Singapore we say this. Or Singapore we say this, Malaysia you say that. So for example, they say in Singapore we say pencuri, Malaysia you say Perdana Menteri. Ah, mm. whatever. So mm. This is a harmless joke, but oh my God, so many people got upset. Yeah, man. They tried to ban him from immigration. They tried to ban yeah. him from coming uh, to Malaysia. They tried to... Death threats. They filed a police report. Death threats to death his family. Threats also, you know? yeah, the, the, yeah. It's the staple. Lah. It's the, the, same, the same playbook that was uh, lobbied against uh, Rizal Van Gezel. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the one thing that I'm very happy about with Fast and Rizal is that they never apologize for the jokes. Mm-hmm. They never said, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never say that. Mm. None. Yeah, yeah. No, comedians shouldn't apologize for their jokes. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But so, like, coming to Singapore and performing here, you think it's a uh, it's a better place to freedom? Uh, if you there's, free. more, there's more, there's more freedom. Very, it's very weird shit. because uh, I think uh, who said this? Uh, um, Rizal said this. He said, uh, so in uh, July, August, September, September. We performed at the Esplanade Theatre at the mm. Kings and Queens of Comedy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He was his first big show. Mm. And then he said, you know, I come to Singapore uh, and it's great to perform live again. He said, you know, things are bad when Malaysian comedians have to go to Singapore to practice their freedom of speech. <laughs> 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 but over the years, I think Singapore is, I mean, compared to Malaysia, we, Singaporeans, uh, the scene here has a bit more levity and maybe a bit more freedom mm, 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 uh, to perform. I don't think there's ever been a case where a Singaporean comedian gets hauled to the police station um, because of a joke. Uh, mm. Has there been? Uh, if you find Amos E. funny. Oh, yeah. The first not Okay, stand-up. Stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedian. Because I would have heard of it like, immediately. Yeah, right? So yeah. I don't think... So. Amos E., I know he... What's the deal with him? He's an American, all right? Uh, well, he's yeah. uh, I mean, he's a, I think he's a convicted pedophile, yeah. know, something like that. Yeah, so was, that one, that yeah. one, he he went off the cliff already, yeah, That yeah, one, he's in America. Yeah, yeah he's in America. America. He's in America, yeah. and he's in jail. I don't know whether he's in jail. I think in jail. Oh, I he's think, in jail yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because convicted. he went to America at that point, there were still people who were supporting, kind of him. supporting him, supporting his right to free speech. But then when this pedophile thing come out, right, even yeah. they are like, ah, fuck. Cannot lie. He's, Cannot, he's, yeah. There's too much. Like, he has yeah, a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. but I'm talking about like bona fide stand-up comedi- comedians, stand-up comedians yeah. here. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a time where they get, there's even a police report against... But you, no, think, yeah. you think just from talking to like the comedians in Singapore, you think there are clearer no-go areas or not? Like, okay, this one you don't make fun of. Ah, I think 
Yeah, I think I'm getting the impression that a major no-go area is like making fun of individual politicians. Mm. Like, mm, mm, mm. like the Prime Minister. Yeah, yeah. Or anything, any individual. Uh, but I think making fun of politics as a whole and the 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 the, the, the political party as whole, I think seems to be fine now. Mm. Uh, someone told me that uh, when they apply for their permits, uh, make fun of politicians, okay. But the moment you you touch upon like uh, LGBT stuff, yeah. that increases your rating uh, to like uh, eighteen and above or whatever. Yeah, 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 if, yeah, you correct, do, correct. if you if you talk me from a politician, you can go NC sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that the case? I mean, LGBT content is very uh, contentious, lah. Still contentious. Still right? contentious. After even after repealing three seven seven A, you know, there's the depictions of LGBT things in media. Like in Malaysia, right? Same same thing, right? Yeah, so that's the funny thing, right? So in Malaysia, we you for now lah, you can make fun of pol- pol- politicians, no problem. Individual politicians okay. Uh politics, political parties, but if you touch upon religion, mm. royalty religion and royalty, these two you will get into trouble. Lah. Uh, religion see, and royalty. But politicians, no problem. Uh but when it comes to that the, the LGBT stuff. It's weird because uh, I think there's a bit more freedom in Singapore than Malaysia. Malaysia, mm. we will ban any films with like minor depictions of yeah. gay couples. Or, oh, recently yeah. also there was one Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Correct. In Malaysia, yeah. right? yeah, this was not banned in Singapore, right? No, no, no. Malaysia banned Buzz Lightyear because there was a kiss. A kiss. I mean, a relationship between... Oh, there was a... There, no, there was a suggestion that there's a, a two moms or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two mom family. Then yeah. the bus like tall one, I can't remember. It was because I think uh, the female soldiers oh, also yeah, yeah, some yeah. some hint there. Nice. Yeah. With Natalie yeah. Portman. Yeah, and I didn't, the, I didn't watch that. And then yeah. uh, last time we, we banned Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, that's that one, right, that one the beast. Singapore didn't ban. Singapore, no. Because the, 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 there's we, one character who had a, like a love bite on the belly. Uh, so like, oh, suggesting like Gaston is gay. Uh. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah Whatever lah. Right, right, right. Malaysia yeah. will ban one. It's so stupid. Yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. stupid. Like, I'm going to watch the movie and then I become gay. Uh. I don't, I think. <laughs> no, but now Singapore, it's, it's also interesting because ever since repealing 377A, it's almost like, okay, we have repealed this, but the people who are against it, they are... Energized. They are tightening down. Uh. So I think there was a big mm. debate about even in schools, to what extent should it should it even be broached? And like, it's almost like, okay, we uh, the government has given you that, so everything else, we need to be tighter. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So like, like, for example, like, um, like, like, oh, so government says, gay sex three can, seven, right? Yeah. Which, mm, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, gay sex is not illegal, but yeah. everything else, what do you mean? Like? But like, uh, like how you say, uh, it's, I think because the, the change that was made was that is repealed. But the definition of marriage is now uh, can only be decided by parliament, uh, Which is which is uh, now, but currently in the constitution is man and woman, right? Yes, correct. Yes. Currently, currently it's man and woman. La. Yeah, ah. and I mean, I think they yeah. moved away from uh, allowing the courts to mm. decide that to decide what a marriage constitutes. Uh. So now only parliament can decide on it. Yeah. So you can't like bring a case up to the court saying, "Oh, actually, a man and man get married also is a marriage," right? you know? Yeah, and the reason because mm. there was a case that did that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, they tried to appeal that, yeah, this gay marriage is constitutionally a marriage. Mm. Because in the constitution, it says between two individuals. It's, yeah. So, so there's some gray area. Like, I don't think ah. they won the case. I don't think oh, they won yeah, the case. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think the belief was that if people can start bringing this up to case, 
There in might court, be in court. yeah in, ah. in court. So then it's become subjective lah. You know, there's yes. the judge. You know, so right. what they did was they shifted it. Okay, it can only be decided in parliament. Mm. With the argument being that uh, we're not saying that this is set in stone. If you want people who are more supportive of LGBT marriages, then vote them into parliament. Mm. Mm. Yeah, which is quite an interesting take compared to other countries lah. You yeah, know, so so that means okay. Let's say let's say now there's a gay couple who wants to get married. Yeah. yeah. What happens? Constitutionally, now it's still not possible. It's just not possible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not possible. Yeah. It's not possible. Uh, I see where she means. So, yeah. so it means, you, but if you vote more, yeah, LGBT friendly politicians but, but, uh, into parliament, then they can change. Then they can change the definition of what marriage is in the in the constitution. Right. Right. So basically, right. the message is like, okay, we are putting it in parliament so that it can be debated. Uh, it can be democratic, which is which is, I mean, there's some merit to that, lah. Right. It's interesting. Mm. Well, yeah. uh, my uh, my friend Sam C was telling me about how uh. interesting the politics are because. When they were repealing the thing, mm-hmm. then they were there was de- when they debate the motion to repeal. Obviously, it's going to be repealed, but the government, uh, the PAP, they they lifted the whip. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, right. sorry, the opposition, opposition, opposition. opposition. Yeah. workers' party. But the PAP maintained the whip. Yeah, and the opposition lifted the whip. So yeah. I, I asked my friends, why would the PAP uh, maintain the whip? Because obviously, they are the they, you the, the motion is to change, right? And yeah. then they say, yeah, they maintain the whip so that the some of the members of parliament who are not for it, yeah. they can stand up and just say this homophobic stuff. Because, but, but I have to vote because the whip, yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. vote for, okay. but, yeah. I, but that allows me to like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. Do you, do you watch the clips or not? Do you watch the clips? No, some I don't the want to. You, you watch, it almost feels like hearing from someone who is like still in the year the 30 years ago 40 years ago yeah, 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 the way yeah. they talk yeah, 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 the yeah. gay you know the, the, the gay the gay <laughs> <laughs> the gay so, the gay so you hear that and so it's interesting like, but, but, but like see how that develops and like when it comes to content also yeah the moment you have that is already a bit more M18 like, a bit more M18 yeah so uh, see, see that's why Singapore is making progress I feel like I mean of course it's not the best yet for the LGBT community <laughs> but there's some progress Malaysia yeah, yeah, yeah. no progress mm, Malaysia yeah. I think if there's stagnation is the best but no, mm. there's no stagnation it's going backwards like uh, recently there was a, okay so recently there's you know what's PrEP PREP no. no PREP is this prophylaxis it's a, a prophylaxis it's, a, it's a, some a drug that uh people can take to prevent them from getting HIV. Mm. Ah, okay. It's very okay. good. Okay. So the Ministry of Health is like giving, starting to give this out to whoever like, who, who needs it. Uh, of course, a lot of, the, a lot of them are gay, gay people who are gay men who are taking it to prevent getting HIV. Yeah. Uh, then started like the conservatives. No, oh, not PR, doc, the doctors uh, not, shouldn't give uh, PRP to, uh, no, Muslim doctors shouldn't give PRP to, uh, to patients because mm. that means you are condoning the act, uh, uh, LGBT yeah, yeah, right yeah. and it's like this nonsense like healthcare is healthcare yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He- a doctor should treat everyone regardless of whether Muslim or not Muslim gay or not gay yeah. mm. but that has seeped into healthcare so, uh, so it is it is it's just a, uh, it's a I think it's a suggestion vocal, vocalizing or, it la. but it's not law la. I mean oh, okay, it's doctors law, can la. still prescribe whatever it is but the fact that it's very vocal now to to not you know to to, to like discriminate healthcare yeah, yeah. Based on your so, se- so se- sexual orientation, yeah. is the general public very vocal about this kind of stuff? Yes, uh, but you see, I'm on Twitter and social media. So mm, yeah. social media, yeah, like you will see someone say, "Yeah, cannot give PRP to uh, homosexuals." Then uh, the civil society, you know, what's this? Like what? Like me? Like, yeah, like, how mm, can you discriminate healthcare? Yeah. But that's just 
social media. Mm. Maybe in the kampongs or out of town rural areas, they may have different views that we that they don't voice out on Twitter. Mm. But definitely, there's no talk about repealing the <laughs> the because it's our still, version of three seven seven, which I don't know what it is lah. But mm. it's still there, like still there. And there's it's no more still talk there. It's still there. Blowjobs are illegal. Yeah, blowjobs is a crime. <laughs> Heterosexual blowjobs also a crime. Yes, apparently. Unnatural uh, sex, unnatural sex. Unnatural sex. 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 That word Singapore is... How is, is blowjob? Because <laughs> it doesn't result in procreation, bro. Ah, which is the only reason why I people see. should have sex. Yeah. Say again? It's huh? the only reason why people should have sex to procreate. <laughs> My God. You have to memorize that if you become PR, no? Really? Yeah, okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. But, 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 but then I have to... If I if I apply for PR, should I be in favor of of 377A repealing or not? I don't know. Is the government... Uh, yeah. Repeal already, uh, repeal. repeal. So yeah. you don't even correct, need to, repeal, to yeah. talk about it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, but blowjobs is a crime. It's a crime. Job, uh. oh, That's shit, why I never have blowjobs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you like coming to Singapore. Then all Five is not here, so. Hey, but speaking of blowjobs, uh, <laughs> I want to segue. You were you were talking about practicing BJJ. Uh, oh, this yeah. morning. <laughs> wow, Terrence. <laughs> wow. We were for that. We were waiting <laughs> all, all day for that. No, but um, yeah. you suck me in with the with the three seven eight seven eight talk. Yeah, yeah. Blowjo- uh, uh, jujitsu. Yes. You you practice your. You've been a long time practitioner of jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the last tournament, like I said, I was in uh, on here Singapore 10th 10, 10 December. Uh, yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. Uh, oh. I think since twenty eighteen, I started doing okay. it actively. Um, I started training seriously because. One of my friends, uh, who is a year older than me, mm. he he was diagnosed with cancer. Oh shit! This is at the age of thirty. Wait, two thousand eighteen is how many years ago? Five years ago. Yeah, like yeah thirty four, yeah. thirty four years mm, old. Mm. So it's very, very, very young to have cancer. But despite the cancer diagnosis, despite having to go through chemo and everything, he still came and trained like four, five times a week. Oh yeah. So like, if he has no excuses, then we who are cancer-free should have no excuses also. Mm, so mm. we, like, I just trained regularly and became better and better. So like, now nah, I, I train regularly. Okay. Mm. But, but I mean, Fuzz also is a very big BJJ practitioner also, right? Yeah, yeah. He, so he's a blue belt. He started training also like four or five years ago. Like, okay. take it seriously. Yeah, it's, 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 it's good. Like. There's a growing... Tra- Jiu-Jitsu is becoming more and more popular now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, it is. Like so even, I, and somehow among comedians, there yeah, are people among comedians, like, it's, it's basically Peters, Joe Rogan. It's, Joe, Joe Rogan a yeah, long Joe, time. He's, he's a OG. Long time, yeah, OG lah. Uh, Ronnie Chang. Yeah, it's comedians and tech billionaires, lah, right? Who are doing BJJ <laughs> now? Because, because you got, you've got time, you got free time. Uh, <laughs> and Guy Ritchie also. Guy Ritchie also. Guy Ritchie. He's a director. Guy Ritchie. There's also who played the guy the. The, who played Jay in uh, Modern Family? That old man. He was also a black belt. Oh, is mm. it? Black belt? Yeah. Uh? What's his name? Uh? The guy who played Jay in Modern Family. Jay in Modern Family. Oh, the guy from Married with Children. Is it? The Modern, modern Family. Yeah, Modern Family. The one, Sophia Vargas. Yes. That's oh, my yes. Oh. oh, I know the guy, but I don't know his name. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. He's a black belt. But we know Sophia Vergara. Sophia <laughs> Vergara. <laughs> so, what, yeah, why, why is there this trend of uh, comedians or entertainers? I think... That? It's the trend. Really? It's it's a it's a general trend. Everyone's more and more people are getting into jujitsu because yeah. I think as we grow older, I think it's a, it's a very good sport to do mm, mm. because it doesn't. It's the most. It's the safest one to do. Safest one to as do. you grow older because like mm. it's very physical, but because we when you get into a submission when you get submitted you can tap to mm. release the pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's no lasting damage compared to say Muay Thai. 
or boxing where if you sustain a hit, that's a hit. Yeah. 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 There's no there's no way of tapping to prevent the damage. Mm. Yeah. Or like in judo where when you throw someone you land hard. Yeah. But jujitsu there's no throwing, there's no landing. So it's it's very physical, very tiring, good for your cardio, but also you can do it till you're old. Because mm. it's low impact also, lah, right? It's low impact. Low yeah, impact. It's yeah. Low, much more lower impact. There is impact. Yeah. But much more lower impact than say a Muay Thai competition or yeah. a boxing match. Yeah. Or even like foot even like futsal or basketball. Yeah. Those yeah. are horrendous but, on but your what, knees. What got you into it? Like you started training seriously in twenty eighteen, but what yeah, but, got uh, you into it? No, when I was uh in I was studying in Dublin, this two thousand and four. Mm. Uh I just walking past by because like I was, I was living on campus so there was a sports center. Mm. So I just went to see what's going on there. I saw, I saw like they're having a grappling match and I see like the, 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 the one of the smaller guys tapping out a bigger guy. Mm. And when, when I saw the tap, like, hey, this is like, this is like WWE. Eh? Mm. This is like, you know, right, wrestling. Right, yeah. you know, oh, submission uh-huh. holes. Like, hey, it'd be cool to learn some submission holes, you know? Yeah. So I, I signed up for the first class and I got thrown over by this, the same small ass guy. <laughs> Uh, his, I think his name is Brian. And uh, yeah, I thought, wow, a small person can control a bigger guy so well. Yeah. This is definitely beneficial. So I was hooked onto that since. Oh, uh, since 2004. Yeah. 2004. But it was very fractured because like I trained one year and then after that I was off campus so I didn't train. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Penang to continue my studies. Uh, so I didn't train then. Then uh, started working lucky. I couldn't train. Mm. Then when I shifted back to KL then I started training regularly again. But then yeah. I was like, off and on there, I got injured. Yep, yep. Yeah. Mm. 2018 was the year I started training regularly. La. But got a part of you wishes that it's not as popular. No? Why? Eh? I don't know. Just just like, okay, for me, la, for me, like right now in Singapore, you know, so many people cycle, right? Yeah. Mm. I used to cycle mm. a lot last time. But over a few years, I tapered down also. La. But now if I think, right, I wouldn't want to cycle because it's so fucking common. Like everybody cycles. Yeah. I think you too many that? people cycle. Yeah. Uh, and Which is why... Uh, You'll find out why in my Netflix special. Uh, mm. uh, but um, for jiu-jitsu, yeah. it's better that more people are doing it uh. because then it makes the sport more popular, more awareness, and then there are more uh, training facilities, oh, more training la. partners, mm. more acceptance uh, in mainstream media. Like right now, the jiu-jitsu scene in Singapore is so big mm. uh, and so is the scene in Malaysia and we can grow bigger. Mm. Uh, I'm actually doing a fundraiser show uh, to raise funds for our Malaysia Jiu-Jitsu Federation. Okay. Mm. You know, because we, we don't get funding uh, from, because the Federation sends athletes to go and compete in, you yeah. know, SEA uh, Games or yeah, Asian yeah, Games. Yeah. So, but it's a new body, so we don't have funding from the government. Yeah. So, if more people do it, oh, okay, okay. and we get more medals, then yeah. you're going to get funding. But la. you're involved as an athlete, la. Like you, well, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm not the national athlete. Uh, uh but uh, just a member, lah. Just a, mm. so, and I wanted to help them. So we're doing a comedy show. People come, then all the proceeds go and help to help the uh, Malaysian Jiu Jitsu Federation. I see. Uh-huh. So yeah, if more people, you know, it's like scale things yeah. like same like how like I wish more people love comedy, lah. Then yeah. I can make more money, lah. No? <laughs> but <laughs> and it's not like cycling. Or cycling the road is not a, a problem with facilities, lah. Right. Whereas Jiu Jitsu, you do need a space to train, lah. Right. So right. so you're saying you don't like more people cycling because it clogs up the road. I'm just right? an asshole. I'm just an you asshole. Just wanna yeah. special, you just, just want to be special. I just want to be special. But if there are more people cycling, wouldn't that make the equipment cheaper for you? 
But then, then the roads get crowded. Mm. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And, and then I, now I tell you, I don't know how it is in Malaysia. I assume it's the same. There's this ongoing tension between cyclists and motorists, lah. Now, like, like this cold, like sixty oh, seconds. Oh, I see. The motorcyclists. Already. No, no. The cyclists. Bicy- yeah. By uh, people who cycle and uh, motorists, lah. So road uh, cars and all. Yeah. There's uh, there's an ongoing tension between me and all cyclists. Oh, in, I think they're oh, all that, you and Terence will get along. Yeah, yeah. Road like cyclists, I can't friends. stand road cyclists best in Singapore. Friends. No, they are uh, uh, they are a nuisance. They're, like, there's so many videos now on like <laughs> you know where they show like there's one uh, then funny you know the the car has literally moved to the side mm, to mm. let the cyclists pass. The cyclists can still knock into his car. It is right, Malaysia. No, it's somewhere else. Oh, somewhere else. I see. But right. my problem with it is that it is very dangerous mm. Uh, mm. to cycle on the road uh, because in Malaysia there's no dedicated cycling lanes. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is once you get into accidents, it's really chalat lah. Yeah. Very teruk, you know. So I don't know why these people persist. Like there are other ways to do your cardio. And yeah, yeah. But you can try cycling before not on the no. road. It's actually super fun. It's awesome. It's super fun okay. because it's a community. No, as in, mm. okay, so for me, last time, it's just because, you know, if you cycle, if you cycle on a road with a road bike, right, you can go fast, lah, you know, and there's a certain cadence of be, getting in momentum and like, it's just, it's just very, I, I liked it because you feel you're, you're like one with the bicycle and on the road and going okay. fast and it's, it's nice. Lah. And it's not something you can get on with cycling on footpaths or even mountain biking. I think it's the speed, like, the speed that's nice. Yeah, but then, but then wouldn't that, uh, yeah, uh, I experienced something else also like mountain bikers. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, assholes, man. <laughs> so you, you, because you are, you're hiking on the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, hey, cling, cling, and then whatever, hey, go coming bell, through. Yeah. Yeah. Some go bell, suddenly, uh, and then they go to like, this, they're cycling really fast, like, zoom, zoom, zoom. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's dangerous, ah. Yeah. yeah, I think in Singapore, the act of road cycling, you know, the whole wearing the spandex and then helmets and then got sponsor. Terence's favorite, Terence's favorite. All that is, uh, I mean, there's a, it, it's tied to socioeconomic uh, factors as well. Like. Only people who can really afford all this equipment, they're the ones on the roads, like hogging up the lanes and all that. So a lot of people can't stand it. And then it is tied to, you know, inequality in Singapore and everything. Good, like. good. It's and a also big the, representative. And also yeah, these assholes. You don't pay road tax. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, So that I agree. But going back to the the cost thing, dude. If someone doesn't want to get an iPhone, they can so mm. easily get a perfect kit for uh, 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 um, like a, a bicycle on the road. And I think iPhone, I don't think it's reflective of social economic differences. Bicycle, well. yeah, no, bicycle. but the bicycle is way more expensive. No, you can get a road expensive. bike for like six hundred, five hundred. Really? Yeah, you can. Yeah, if you want secondhand also. Okay, but you're comparing something the iPhone you almost needed. To survive, like, right? Yeah, but maybe someone really likes cycling. They're yeah, not, but you don't not... need to. You don't need a bike to survive and yeah. perform in the office, right? Yeah, I can. I can see you all getting along <laughs> yeah, very well. Like, I think you really <laughs> enjoy my special <laughs> yeah. because I have a eight to ten minute rant oh, on cycling. Yes. about cyclists. That's why the yes. title is called "Ride to Ride with Caution." Uh, mm. okay. no, so uh, speaking of your special, also, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. coming out on 9th February. Yes, sir. On Netflix. Yes, sir. Uh, and and what like what what should people think of uh? Going into the special, or even for people who have seen your first special, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's a completely different show, uh, and I really like this show because, like the first show, I toured the show extensively before I shot it. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's quite well polished. Uh, a lot of people say that their favorite bit is the the one I ran about cycl- cyclists. Okay, mm. okay. You know? uh, and yeah, I think. Uh, but who has watched it? Like it has. It's not out yet, right? But who has watched? No, no. no I've I the performed that show in KL. Uh, I see, I see. Sing- obviously, Singapore, uh, certain parts of Mal- uh, Mal- uh, Malaysia, 
Uh, I've taken it to Australia, Melbourne, Sydney, oh, okay. Brisbane, Perth. Uh, where else? Uh? Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's about it. So Angmos Angmos find it funny lah. If Angmos find it funny, then uh, some Angmos are because like the thing is, I I try my best to get the Western market, but they are not. They don't come to my shows as much. Mm. But I'm always hoping to get to expand my audience beyond Asians and mm. Malaysians and Asian adjacent people. Mm. Uh, so that's why I'm going. I'm, I I I try to tour outside of Malaysia as much as I can lah. Yeah. So this year my tour after my Netflix special is released is going to be a big one lah. Oh, all around the world. Uh, all the way up to America and Canada. Ooh, nice oh. man. A lot, so, of fly, a lot of flying. And this was filmed in Singapore. Yeah, Esplanade Theater. Last uh, when was it filmed? Ju- uh, last year, July. Last year, oh, July. July. Because the the PAP has done such a good job <laughs> supporting the arts. We will cut it out. We will cut it out. No, Esplanade Theater is beautiful. Yeah, yeah it so really it's is. It's the nice. most prestigious yeah. theater. I think. Oh, no, like, the second most. Like, next is. Uh, The Star Theater, the five thousand seater Star Theater. Oh, in Singapore, is it? Yeah, yeah. The Star Vista one at Borang. I think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. That one five thousand seats. Five thousand. I think 5, so. Five thousand. Oh shit. Australia is two thousand, but Australia is really beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I love performing there. So, so I remember talking to Faz, and he said, as he has gone through a few different specials, his thoughts of like the jokes he wants to tell or what kind of stories he wants to share has evolved also, lah. So, of course. for you, like, how has it changed, ah, from your first to your second one? Oh, okay, second one. I think uh, I think second one a bit more introspective because I talk about uh, talk about my talk about having a child. Mm, so that has changed last. Yeah, since your first being one, a yeah. father changes a bit. Mm. Uh, then I talk about I talk about more stuff that's dear. It's more like as as you grow older in comedy. Last time it's like, hey, that's funny, that's funny, yeah, that's funny, that's funny. But as you grow older now, it's like, hey. Something happened in my life that I think is funny. Mm. Here are my opinions. I think this is funny. So it mm. become more and more, uh, like uh, uh, a bit more inward, lah. Mm. You know? Like the whole bit about cycling. So that's very just my own opinions. Yeah. About why why I hate cyclists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the introspection you do, lah. Like, why yeah, you like, hate like, cyclists? I really hate. I really hate them. <laughs> you had a child, but no, so you annoying, just think uh. about. Child, no, yeah, yeah. I talk about my child, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, she doesn't grow up to be a cyclist, you know. So your child was born after your last special, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 um, well, how has uh the fatherhood like changed what you how you approach comedy, though? Uh, wait, hold on. My okay, my the my special was released after my child was born. Oh, after your child was born. Yeah, okay, okay. But, but but that was not reflected in the special, lah. I see, I see, I see. Um, nah, I think I I'm more driven to make money. <laughs> Because having a kid is very expensive. You guys don't uh, have kids, right? I have kids. Yeah, 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 how many? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, two ish. Yeah, so that's ish. why we get along so well. Now. We <laughs> same, your kid also two years. One, uh, one three years old. Oh, three years old. One, I have one kid three years old. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, we are okay. mind melt. About you know? that, yeah, 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 yeah. Childless yeah. bastard. Yeah, yeah. Just married though. Just married. Childless just married. Oh, just married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does your wife want kids? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also want kids. I also want kids. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, Singapore, you get a. You get a baby bonus. bonus. Yes, but I thought it's only you still get a baby bonus. You do, you do. Yeah, you get. You there get was a bonus. Oh, in COVID. There was one there was more. A, there was a COVID bonus. That there was we a COVID given, bonus. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much is the bonus? The COVID, I think three, three no, k. No, like now, now the baby now, bonus. Three k, I think is one. Oh, that, 3K, that's the yeah. baby bonus. Three k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it's thirteen k. No lah, no lah, no thirteen k. You, I think they're talking about subsidies in terms of the hospital and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's you can check that off your board on like why why you love Singapore so much. Malaysia don't have no. Malaysia don't have. Malaysia no baby bonus or subsidy. Which is why there's another reason why Singapore is a superior, thanks to the good governance. 
I didn't know this yet. Bonus. It's oh, so nice. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get baby. But, but I mean, uh, there, yeah. there is that thought of. Uh, I mean, we we joke about it all, but there is that thought of like maybe one day like moving the whole family to somewhere like Singapore, lah, right? Where. Sorry? For you, for you. Oh, in yeah, terms yeah, of yeah, moving yeah. the whole I mean, family to Singapore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and of course, like, she's a, she, so my, do- my daughter is a female, so she doesn't have to serve national service mm. or whatever. But maybe we have another, if we have another child, then maybe have to. Yeah, mm. yeah, and, yeah. and then so I've been asking my comedian friends, like, okay, in national service, what do you all do? Mm. Uh, and, and then the basic training. And then I ask them, like, so now as a, when you do for your, go for your reservice, mm. what is your vocation? Yeah. Right? Because as a Malaysian, what I had in mind is, okay, Singapore or Singaporeans, or they have, they have a whole citizenry of like soldiers. Yeah. So when the war happens, you know, all these soldiers are Come activated and they're going to defend the country. That's my thought. <laughs> like national service, two years, of course, that's you, you create soldiers yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or civilian soldiers, right? So I asked them, it? so then one comedian, oh, I'm a truck driver. And he always tried to avoid the reservist training. Then another one's a policeman. Then I said, what do you do as a policeman? Oh, I just train the kids to do marching. <laughs> then Rishi, he's a, he's a, quat- he was a quartermaster. quartermaster. A quartermaster. A, but, but, but his quartermaster is very interesting. Uh. He has so little work that he apparently plans their, their parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The older yeah. civilian, the older oh, the mess boy like, like, wow, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Plan party. Then another one's a clerk. Yeah. Then there was a mechanic. <laughs> but the mecha- the things he repair is outdated. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, wow. In times of war, you all are, <laughs> you all are the ones. Yo, they are I our, don't. I think our Avengers. No, that's yeah. our Avengers. <laughs> yeah, that's our. <laughs> In fact, that's what you want, right? Well, like they know oh, a little just, bit of everything, right? But coming bit, together, yeah. is but, coming, a, but, yeah. no, but yeah, then they're like, the I don't think you. Parts. It's true. I don't think yeah. you guys even were gonna go but every time that oh, your reservists uh, <laughs> I want like oh, you really uh, you are the ones gonna protect the country I think, because like see we Malaysians yeah. we don't have national service yeah, yeah, yeah. but all my friends uh, half um, half of them are crooks and gangsters and they, they have no match you're no match the clerk is no match for this con man and gangsters <laughs> no Rishi will plan a party for them uh, get them spike the drink uh, and then the clerk will report all this yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. but Rishi is a special case like. he has moved on beyond uh, serving the nation as a soldier he now hosts our National Day Parade yeah, and I do, saw, does I saw. things like that. That is a, saw, saw. a much higher level of national service la, yeah. than being a soldier. So yeah. what's your vocation in NS? Uh, you- mine, I was in uh, guards. So a machine gun commander. Wow. So uh, I know it sounds like, uh, <laughs> like I'm badass. But most of the time, I'm just cleaning the weapon. Uh, carrying Correct, it around and and uh, but I know how to operate it lah. Nice. Like so, I could I could kill like yeah a thousand a group of a thousand people with Jesus. machine gun if I needed to lah. But yeah. See this this badass. <laughs> you? Yeah. I was a infantry officer, so no. And you do reservist? What you do? So the thing about my re- reservist, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Because here's the, here's the big the big asterisk that comes with it. Yeah, because like, right? <laughs> I I I came out of the school as an infantry officer. But I got pulled to another unit. Wait, you went to cadet school? Yeah, I went to cadet Four. school. Oh, okay. But then, no, 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 that's the start. That's the start. Okay, okay. Started off like, oh, but then I got pulled to a unit that I wasn't trained in because, uh, like, to, to, I was playing hockey for the army also. Wow. So then after that, in the system, I think I was a bit co- confusing for them because I was infantry trained, but I was in an armor unit. So I didn't know how to operate the tank. Okay. And then I never got called back for reservists for a while until I acted in an army movie. Mm. Then they found out like, oh fuck, this guy uh, is missing in the system. Then I started getting called back. Then because of an injury, I got downgraded. So now, right, uh, I don't know what I do. 
Mm. Yeah, that's a short answer. I don't know what I do. <laughs> so I will also be part of that crew. Like, you know, like, okay, what do we do? We don't know. You act but in yeah, zombie yeah. army movies. <laughs> and then I realized half of able-bodied men in yeah. my age who are, in, who are doing reservice, half of them got knee injury. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. <laughs> but their yeah. knees look fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like, something like that. The knee injury yeah. always comes once a year. Correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For that once 10 days. No, but you, you'd be quite surprised. Some people, um, when you're a bit older, they enjoy the reservists because heard. it's mm. time away from family. It's time away from commitments. It's, you know, you. I mean, you go to camp, yeah, you stay there overnight, but you can go out at night. You can go out at night, hang out with your buddies in camp and things yeah. like that. Like yeah. if I was working in a corporate company, uh, that like maybe the first job, you know, you do the work, maybe you don't feel that strongly about the work. Reservist is great because mm, you still get mm. paid your salary. Yes, they have to pay you. Yeah, and then you can reservice. tell your colleagues, guys, I'm going for reservist. I can't help you with that uh, project. Yeah. I, I can't, you know. I, but actually, you can if you can, you yeah, can defer I it. You can. But I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah. want that. It's hilarious. And, and yeah. then, after, so, so, in, 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 in national, when you do your reservist, like, do you actually also get called to the front lines to see anything or nothing? None. front lines uh, it yeah. depends on your vocation yeah hardly la. I would yeah. say rarely rarely yeah, usually uh, just training yeah so it's just simulation after simulation that's, why, it, that's why it's uh, a lot of people feel it's a waste of, of time the so only like. front lines is uh, I know people like when there was natural disasters around Asia they get deployed there to kind of help with the efforts. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah, they do. Or, or even during COVID, COVID, I think ah, COVID, uh, also. COVID, you know, they had to get people to pack masks and stuff like that. Yeah. So they then, got then soldiers Then the super also. high flower, flyers, a few of them got to, got sent to Afghanistan uh, for some for of the... For no, not for reservists. No, no, all those are the active. Regulars, yeah, yeah, for yeah. reservists, rarely would you ever... Right. But, but you think that's that something you would want to do like if you ever became Singaporean or yeah. uh, volunteer and, and do some national service? No, no, no. <laughs> or maybe they need a medic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, medic, correct. But do I have to go through the two years of thing? No need, right? Um, there's a, yeah, there is a bond period. La. You have no, to. do I have to do the national service for two years? The I actual, think if you volunteer... If you volunteer I, different, don't, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, a I volunteer so. call, I think. There's a volunteer call. Yeah. Only speed track the PR application process. Potentially, yeah, potentially. potentially. You do sure, it for five years first. Five years? Yeah. Slow track. Slow track. No, but then, you know, like with the whole question of like, you see all the shit happening in Ukraine and Russia and yeah. you think about your borders and I always think you if know? Singapore went to shit right uh, would I stay or would I fight and I think my answer mm. has evolved over the years and now wow. I can safely say I will stay and I will fight that is very profound yeah because very when I was profound. younger right I think maybe maybe as you get older you got more attachment to this place and you realise like fuck life is you know as people start like loved ones start uh, dying also you realise hey fuck this life thing is quite precious you know and mm. if another country mm. comes and fucks with you you, I do think that a good amount of Singaporeans will stay. I think lah, I think. The, the, the mm. interesting thing about the Ukraine war is that, uh, I, so I have a friend who is married to a Ukrainian woman. Mm. Mm. So he lives in Berlin and they, I mean, they're living in Berlin but yeah. <coughs> his wife is Ukrainian from yeah. Kiev, from Kiev. Uh, yeah. 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 So she, he said that, you know, when the war happened, there were a lot of these uh, people in Ukraine who like, you know, they bought a second apartment yep, yep. for investment. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. rocket just oh, obliterated the apartment shit. block. Yeah. You know, they have they had to abandon their sports cars yeah. because they had to <coughs> sports car cannot feed the whole family. Yeah, yeah. And my, my he he had to like get people to drive his drive the wife's family out of Kiev into into Berlin. Mm. And you're saying that uh these refi- the Ukrainian refugees, yeah. They are like they're people like us. Yeah. yeah. Disposable income. 
educated, middle class. Mm. You know, they they had they had money in Russia, Russian banks. Mm, mm, mm. They're now frozen. It's like one day you're. Oh, it's fucking crazy. No, really, man. one yeah. day you're us. Yeah. The next day you're a refugee. Oh. You know, it's sad, man. I was in that London waiting in waiting to go into this uh, restaurant called Dishum, mm. like a top Indian restaurant. Outside, mm. there's a guy who works for the restaurant, but he's like manning the line. Mm. He's from Ukraine. He's like a young guy. And said, my friend asked, what do you do in Ukraine? I, said, I was a dentist. Oh, shit. Now working a lot. But ho- hopefully he gets in- integrated into the like, like UK system. So la. they really yeah, just yeah. picked up and left. Because picked up and left. Up. And Kiev is the, they're, they're yeah. all, it's they're all middle crazy, class man. people. No, it's crazy. I mean, they had no choice but to leave. La. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it's interesting that you choose to stay. That's, a, that's, that's very brave. I mean, that's why I say now. No, but you'd be surprised how sometimes the bravery of ordinary people come to come to mm. take place. Like I had a friend many years ago, 2015 or 2016, uh, Sabah, mm. Mm. Malaysia was, <coughs> there was an incursion mm. by, uh, let's call them terrorists, by some terrorists who, who claims to act for the Sulu Sultanate. Mm-hmm. They want to reclaim certain parts of Sabah. And one of them is Lahat Datu, this place called Lahat Datu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why all the things they attacked there. They killed some policemen and some soldiers. Uh, but eventually they were contained up. My friend worked at a hospital in Lahada too. Mm-hmm. The day the incursion happened, he happened to be in KL mm-hmm. having lunch with me. Mm-hmm. On two days after lah. So I said to him, say, uh, hey Mike, you know, the incursion is happening. Mm-hmm. It's still ongoing. Yeah. You shouldn't go back to work in the hospital. Then he says, no, I have to go back and do my duty. Oh. Mm. He's, not a, he's not a soldier. He's a doctor. Mm. But who knows? Maybe you need doctors. Yeah. You know? So he went back. Mm. But luckily, he was contained. Wow. So yeah, there is a case to be argued that citizens can be, ordinary citizens can be extraordinarily yeah. brief. Mm. So but then, you're staying. La, can you, you're putting a record. La, you're staying. Now la. on record already. <laughs> now on record. People play the podcast back. If they see me at immigration, <laughs> hey, you fucking get your ass <laughs> back in Singapore. <laughs> but is there a law that will compel the reservists or national servicemen to stay and fight? Is that I mean, now if you, es- if, you, if you escape duty, like when you're called back, you're, it's AWOL, like, absent mm. without official leave. I see. So but like, when it's wartime, I don't know. I if it's no wartime idea. and they call you and you don't go, that's, is that a law? Oh, that one, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure. I mean, the, 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 all the laws about our reservists and all that are quite strict. La. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck around with it. Like, I think the moment you're, you're born even, like, you already get the letter. You will get the letter about, oh, you are Singapore citizen. Uh, boys, la. you know, you get Singapore citizen and you'll be required by, I think by 12 years old or something to register and, and make sure that, you know, everything is in line for you to become a soldier. In Singapore. It's like the Grim Reaper like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. From come the come for you at 12 years old. No, earlier than that. Even, I think but you're told at 12 years old that you have to register or something. Is yeah, it? When you, you get your IC, like, your yeah, identity card. And you can't, you can't just like, oh, I, I denounce my citizenship and leave or anything like that. Yeah. That's also against the law. The yeah. good thing is about... Ah, it's against the law to denounce your citizenship. Is that a... Like, like you, can't, you can't do it. There's, there's no avenue to do that. Uh. Yeah, You can't just... You, there's no choice. Like, yeah, if you want to give up your citizenship when you're like 13, you can't. Yeah. Or something like that as a man. Yeah. Oh, but 12 can. I think there's a cutoff. Uh. There's a, a cutoff. Yeah, it's, it's really young. It's so not pe- even close to 18. Yeah, people yeah. who want to migrate also, they have to think like, oh, our kid is turning so-and-so. If we want to leave, we leave now. Because yeah. otherwise, if you leave, you still have to come back and do reservists. Mm. If you mm. leave after 13. Even maybe before. I think before that. Before that. But I was reading about national service and uh, like uh, 
how does it end? There's a graduation parade or march, right? That's for training, like when you're training. The training, like there's a pass out parade, there's a commissioning parade. That's the best, lah. Your parents will be there. But then after Uh, that, you still have the rest of your NS. Uh, because Reservist, depending yeah. on where you where you get posted lah, well, it's not the end of two years. This no, end of two years. There's no ceremony or anything. There is like. this. There is. Uh, I mean, there is some parades and stuff lah. Depends yeah. on what what like for you you had lah. Yeah, yeah. Once you're in the if you're in the unit, you should, yeah, there'll be some kind of like you finished your. It's like you finish a syllabus, you finish your curriculum kind of thing. Then there'll be some big mission. Then after your family invited to come and watch. Wow, uh, all these things. So, like, so yeah. what he said that difference right? If you're in unit right. That basically means you're in an active unit where you do a lot of your training is uh, on missions and that's called that sort of training exercises. Mm-hmm. The other part, if you don't go unit, then you do office work oh, or yo. you do planning or stuff. So most people prefer the, the field depends, work. Depends, depends. Some yeah. people, they want to chong that because you, you yeah. get pushed to your limits, lah, right? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, obviously. But no, but even in the office, I think the clerks and all that, they also have their, when they finish NS, they also go out for drinks and all that. Right? Oh, that's the, that's the passing out parade. Like, I'm sure uh, they do. Like, but yeah, their yeah, parents yeah. don't come. Their parents don't like, come. They pass out. Like, they, <laughs> they pass, pass out from drinking. <laughs> it's not really a passing out parade. Like, yeah, yeah. They se. pass out. Yeah. But I mean, if Singaporeans do get activated, the good thing is there'll be numbers. Like. Mm. Don't know what the survival rate will be, but there'll be numbers. Yeah. You know, it's like, like you see that in the army movies, the ship door opens, right? When they beach. Yeah. You know, then yeah. just the numbers, you certain amount of people will get destroyed first before some people... How do you apply like, to be the bag? Uh, the bag of the wave. <laughs> Complain about knee issues. Like, you know, tell them, oh, I got knee issues and things. Like, I cannot chung at the front. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, knee, knee issues for guys in their 30s and all that, like, right? Correct, it's, correct, it's a, correct. It's a real Last time Malaysia tried to do this, during Najib's time, they tried to do this national service thing. Yeah. Which is just, my God, thinking back now, it's just an excuse to... To give up money to corrupt cronies, la. mm, Because like mm, mm. they, it's a six months program. Yeah, mm. yeah. And the the trainees don't teach. There's not, not not nothing to do to make you half a civilian soldier. It's just mm, mm, mm. programs and be 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 loyal to the country. Then maybe mm. you get to fire the gun once. Yeah. And throw one grenade. Was that the one where not every uh, man will get it? Also, it's like a lottery system, right? Men and women. Men, oh, uh, men and women. Uh, men and women. But, but it's, it's still a lottery random, system, right? yeah. And and there was some students died. Oh really? Because of because they were, they were ill. Oh, I see. oh. And then they all food poisoning. Some six six kids died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and spent billions for nothing. Waste waste of money. My cousin went for that. My cousin uh. went for that. Then he told me once like the training was cancelled because the bridge. It was a ghost and they needed to get the bomo in. <laughs> oh, <that's>, uh. <laughs> but wait, wait, that's so Najib, I mean like uh, now now it's like it's kosher to say the words Najib and corrupt in the same sentence already. It, it was last time. La. It was already. It, it was last time. Like, mm. like uh, I mean Najib doesn't have that same same kind of popular support on the ground that he had like he years had, ago. Now he's in jail. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's, he's, he's, he's been convicted uh, quite thoroughly. <laughs> But not uh, but the, the like jail jail or like uh corporate uh, jail. Very good very good question. Uh, very insightful. So last I read he was in jail jail, then he was uh he was transferred to the uh, uh like a rehab hospital mm, because mm. of issues. Yeah. So he's in a more comfortable I don't know lah. So, but but last I heard he was transferred to the Chiras house rehab hospital. Okay. Mm, which is like more comfortable than uh Prison cell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess if you're a VIP prisoner, you get this kind of special privileges, lah. Uh, and yeah. and anything for Rosma. So Rosma is, uh, she has been convicted. 
uh, at the high court. Mm. Her f- jail is like I don't know, like ten years. But the fine, because she the fine is a percentage of how much you are deemed corrupted for, right? Mm. So her fine is almost one billion ringgit. Oh <laughs> If she can't pay the one billion, I think another thirty years is added to a sentence. Fuck wow. one billion ringgit. So, but she's appealing the case, so okay. she's not in jail. She's, she's uh, jail. there's a she's a there's a stay of execution pending appeal. Uh, I see, so I, I think maybe another two years before she, if things go well, two years before she enters jail. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That means now under house arrest or something. No, right? no, no. Pen, appeal pending, uh, stay of execution, stay of execution pending appeal. Oh, means you're not guilty. Oh, okay, I mean, no, okay, so okay, I see. you are found guilty. Yeah, but you're on appeal, right? Okay, yeah. so we let you appeal, and we you don't go to jail until you exhaust all your appeal. Oh, the okay, idea okay. is that if you actually are not guilty, then you spend those. Nights in jail, you cannot take back away. Yeah, 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 correct, correct. Uh, it's different in like in some other countries, like in uh, Japan, where they have a very high conviction rate because mm. you you are kept in jail indefinitely mm. until your court date or whatever, until you are whatever lah. Like. Oh shit! Oh, I see, I see. So by the time they plead guilty or whatever, so <laughs> so, but, so go go ahead. No, so but she's like uh, how old now? Like it's got to be like seventies or sixties or sixties. I think sixties. Yeah, nineties was the sixties. So everyone's like super happy that, that they got convicted and everything like right. Except the supporters lah. So uh, they still have hardcore hardcore supporters. Definitely, still definitely. They still hardcore people who think. So hey, how do they defend? Yeah, how do they defend what they did? What's it's a, all a political conspiracy. Mm. Ah, the money is not his one. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was doing good for the the orphans. <laughs> so, so you know your knowledge of like politics See, in uh, Malaysia. There will always yeah. be people who believe the Earth is flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. So mm. obviously there'll be some people who may believe that Najib is a is an amazing guy. Yeah. How you know? Maybe one of us think the Earth is flat. <laughs> nah, you're <a> basic education. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, what I was going to ask is, uh, you know, your knowledge of like Malaysian politics and even politics of other countries, mm. is it because you are fundamentally interested as you get older, you have a child, or is it also because it is part of comedy material? I think all, uh, all, all part uh. of, like, I like what I like watching Trevor Noah, Ronnie Chang, uh, mm, mm. Stephen Colbert, uh, John Oliver. Mm. They're yeah. all very well read, and and yeah, there's politics around the world is. Hilarious, mm. it's absolutely hilarious. American politics is hilarious. Yeah, uh, it's a it's an interest lah. Do you think Singapore politics is hilarious? No, very boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, because I've, I've made jokes about this, so it's very uh. boring. <laughs> What's so? It's not funny lah. Because like, okay, yeah. Recently, the what what uh, the biggest hoo-ha recently from Singapore is like, apparently the minister, some minister said something which affected a lot of other, like site operators who who teach who conduct uh, activities for children mm. right so now uh-huh. like he made a mistake or something and then like major hoo-ha they have to he has, they have to organize a clarification town hall mm. and then there's another mistake and there's another one like it's on the news Mm-mm-mm. major news I'm like that's your biggest problem uh, is <laughs> that's <so> juvenile uh. <laughs> we have way bigger problems in Malaysia so that's why sometimes we do our podcast three times a week right and sometimes, like, uh, there's really nothing in the political scene that is super polarizing or controversial. Uh. So sometimes we got slow news days also. Uh. Then we talk about Dan- Dana White sla- slapping his wife. Yeah, and, uh, but, uh, news about, but news about Singaporeans, sometimes uh, you get the weird Singaporean oh, yeah, who's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Mm. That one got also. Uh. 
right? Uh, that one got a lot. There was yeah. a dude recently who sued his uh, some woman for friend zoning him, like for three million dollars. Yeah, why so much? Eh? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> so your question is not about why sue in the first place. You're like, why so much? Maybe yeah, why so like, much? Three hundred thousand, yeah. okay? Yeah. But she she promised you three million. Is it, what the f- <laughs> is it reputational damage and and everything? Like, yeah, it's because from, he's a CEO of his own company and a trader, yeah, so he, he said his stressed. earnings were were yeah. affected. But you know, it's true. It's, it's um, I I was listening to the podcast you were with uh, you were on Fuzz's podcast, right? And the funny thing was like when I think a lot of times when when you were trying to make a very serious point about the politics side of things, then there was a lot of like, everyone was chiming in with a lot of different jokes and laughter and he was like, no, 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 I'm trying to be serious, guys. <laughs> yeah, this shows you how unprofessional Faz is like, <laughs> and his podcast. No, yeah, in Singapore, we probably take it much more like, ah, yeah, you know, politics, whatever, like, PAP will just take care of it, like, right, you know. But is the is the PAP losing ground year on year? Oh, wow, well, big question. last election, they bounced back a bit. Mm. I think they got like pre- the previous election before that. I think they, it was less than the, the before, but this election was better than the previous election. Mm. It was during COVID, like You need stability during uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah. During COVID, so. I would say I would say now there's a lot of uh, questions about inequality la, in Singapore. Mm. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's inequality good. is the big problem that we are facing now, especially uh, now with everything the property prices booming. Prices, and yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but but also like just uh, I mean today I think Parliament sitting. There's a lot of discussions about. There's one particular MP, for example. She's taking up a job at Grab. Literally. Uh, how is that possible? Uh? Yeah, While yeah, you're yeah. an MP, uh? Even she's an MP, for yeah. a Malaysian politician, that's a bit weird. Uh? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's a, such a clear conflict of interest, but they just say, oh no, but I'll be fully transparent and above board. But you can't be, even if you're transparent, so what, it's still a conflict of interest. Even the role, right, is Director of Public, public Relations, policy. Public, public Policy. policy. Public, uh, public Policy. policy. Yeah. How the fuck, like, even if you... You're voting on policy. Exactly. exactly. And even if you don't actively make a decision that exploits your own leverage, if you're talking to a vendor, for example, right, mm. um, where they do government business and all, and ah. you are mm. going to pressure, like, okay, if I say no to this, am I saying no to Grab or am I yeah. saying no to PAP? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it just feels like, what? how the fuck does that make sense? Yeah. See, that's why Singapore, you all don't know how to do this kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> Singapore, everything... Come explain. Tell us. Yeah, you know, Singapore, okay, so okay, like, let me get it straight, okay? So this member of parliament... Yeah. yeah. Got a job at Grab. Yeah. yeah. As what director? Director of public policy or something. Uh, public mm-hmm. policy. It's so stupid. Why you put everything on paper? <laughs> <laughs> let's say I'm Grab in Malaysia. Let's say I'm okay, let's say I'm company X in Malaysia. Yeah. yeah. I want the MP's influence, right? No, no need to let's <laughs> just give the MP some shares in the company. <laughs> This can be private. Don't have to declare. Uh, yeah. Right now, the MP is invested in the company's interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And therefore, the MP will whatever, whatever. And then I can say, when you meet people, Yo, she's the board director. Uh, yes, mm. she's the, yes, yes. But you don't have to declare, you don't have to publicize this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you do avoid these problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to declare. Don't have to put on that board directors. The, whoever is like, Shareholder. Uh, then, Bro, I think you, you just fast-track your PR application. <laughs> no, no. No. No, no, you fast-track. You fast-track. <laughs> People like, we need this guy. Need like, this guy, this guy knows how to handle Bro, I, this, <laughs> basic, this is basic Malaysian knowledge. Uh, because while you all go learn national service, we learn this bullshit. How to cover. How to cover. <laughs> so what's happening to this case? So fascinating because in Malaysia, honestly, yeah. we don't do this. We don't, there's never mm. been an MP I know who took a public job. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a huge-ass company which has its arms in everything. Like, you know? it's, so a big, it's a big company. It's huge yeah. ass, and everything. like it just broke, the news just broke Friday, is it? Friday, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Friday. Yeah. So this, today is being discussed in parliament? Uh, I don't know if it's being discussed, but, but confirm the opposition question. Yeah, opposition question. I mean, yeah. So, so there, there are all these. You, you were asking about PAP earlier. 
I think people are questioning is, is it that the government is very getting very out of touch with people such that, you know, even doing this kind of blatant, like taking a job, like that directly conflicts with your role as MP, they try to like, you know, rush it through and brush it off. There is something even less egregious happening in Malaysia, uh. but it's gotten a lot of flack. Okay. Is, um, so, the Prime Minister's daughter, her name is Nurul Iza, mm-hmm. very, very popular politician, first of all. I like her yeah, personally. Yeah. And then, she, the last election she lost, it was a shock mm. defeat. Mm-hmm. She lost to a conservative politician. Yeah. Shock defeat. It's lost. And the, the seat that she lost has been under the family for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. It was previously Anwar yeah. Ibrahim's seat. Yeah. Then the wife, now the daughter, mm. daughter won two terms or one term, now lost. Mm, mm, mm. Shock defeat. Yeah. So, recently, the Prime Minister, who is also the Finance Minister, mm. appointed her as a advisor mm. into the Finance Ministry. Is it? Yeah. Now, this is like, there's no, and, and he said that, oh, this one is unpaid. It's like, no, she's not getting a salary. Yeah. Mm. Malaysians like this nepotism. What the mm, fuck? Like yeah. you, mm. she got the job because she's your daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no, no, no. That's no, no, no. She's qualified because no, no yeah, but yeah, there are other qualified people too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you, she got it because she's your daughter. Yeah, right. And then the, some people say no lah. It's not nepotism. Blah blah blah. But yep. a lot of people say, but it is lah. Mm, it is mm. lah. It it's is kind of like, like Ivanka it Trump. Is, yeah, like, it's like, clear like, cut nepotism. But like, hasn't yeah. that been happening for a while already? How come people are questioning now? No, no. We always question for her specifically. Oh, okay, but this one is a bit more like. Uh, because you, uh, I know Ibrahim campaign on the uh, platform of reform yeah, yeah, and transparency see, see. and good governance. Now you, then you appoint your daughter. I'm like, and he has spoken at least last time. Like, you know, you shouldn't appoint your sons and daughters to give, give you shouldn't give your contracts to your sons and daughters. Mm. To, but okay, obviously this one, no money change hands. But yeah. still, you you get the name kind of says uh, Ministry of uh, mm. Finance Advisor. Mm. Daddy is Prime Minister. That's yeah. nepotism. It's, yeah. it's quite clear. You know, mm. But that I feel not as egregious as an MP taking a job at Grab. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it's also, amazing it is happening in Singapore. Also, like maybe five to ten years ago, people might be less willing to post about it on their own Facebook or on Twitter. But now you're seeing a lot of that, which is same, great. Same, which is same, great. Same, same, yeah, same. which is great. But but okay, so this is she this is a it's a PAP politician. Yeah. You are you are yeah. you are literally sitting in her constituency right now. Oh. She is the MP right. of this yeah. constituency. But how did how did the party head say okay to this? Surely she must have said, hey guys, I want to work at Grab. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so that's why, that's yeah. the thing, that's why people are It's interesting. Like, yeah. Like you are, they see so out of, are they so out of touch I'm a Malaysian people. and I'm like, you, you serious? Yeah, you shouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah. And the, the role especially, so, so I'm, I'm assuming there are details that we haven't got access to because it just dropped on Friday. But also a bit oh, funny that's, to that's drop like, on Friday. Oh, unpaid. It's an unpaid position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because it also dropped on Friday and whenever news come out on Friday, oh. you always have this feeling like, okay, is there a reason why they put it on Friday? Yes. Because then mm. the news cycle takes a break, right? No, they, no it's always on Friday. Usually, news like put this, it on Friday. Uh, so yeah. They want to bury it. Yeah, 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 correct. They want to bury but it. I don't know why they must. Or because Grab is a public listed company, that's why they have to announce this kind of stuff. Maybe. Uh, yeah. But it's yeah. so weird. Like, so weird. I didn't it's, even it's know weird. MPs, they can take on a full-time role. They can, I they can. think it's I not MPs can. MPs can. MPs can. MPs no, I can, think yeah. it's not illegal uh, or against the constitution. But it's just weird, lah. So it's, it's just not nice. Weird, lah. Director of public policy. It's just not nice, So, so we. See I like, mean, if a Malaysian is criticizing this, you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Like, if a Malaysian wants to apply for PR, like, yeah. you gotta. <laughs> yeah, bro. Think about it, lah, bro. <laughs> no, but I, just, I, I don't know how. Uh, he got a 
approved. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why? Why they even thought it was uh, something that they could, like you know, and fudge I, their way but through? But if she, in her role in Grab, manages to reduce the Grab fees, <laughs> hey, impossible, <laughs> eh, impossible. There's no conflict of interest <laughs> because it's aligned with mine. So expensive, not Grab. I, yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Grab, my God, so expensive. No, so you come to Singapore, you must download the competitors also. Gojek, uh, Gojek, Tada. Then you, then you do double. Yeah, yeah, must do double. In Malaysia, people use Grab lah, and, and Grab is there. There are a lot of alternatives, but Grab is the only one that's. I don't know, reliable. reliable. Oh, really? But it's expensive. It's expensive also. It is expensive. No oh. more promo codes or no more discounts or anything. There was once where they were like, Oprah, so every day yeah. just promo code, promo code. And they were code, trying to code. kill Uber. Yeah, they were yeah, trying yeah, to kill yeah, Uber. Yeah, yeah. But, now, but now they kill, eh? Yeah, it's killing us now. Yeah, killing but us. But how important is uh, Grab for the average Malaysian? Like uh, Urban Malaysian, most of us have cars. Okay. Public transportation is not not reliable. Mm. Uh, but even with cars, you get stuck in jams. But most of us have cars. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so food delivery or that not not that, not group that food, important. Uh, food delivery, yes, because then they arrive on motorbikes. Okay, okay. So it's quite important. Yeah. Uh, okay. But but recently Grab has have uh, people are having a, a bit of falling out with Grab because the things are the prices are increasing. Okay. Mm. The delivery prices and everything. So it's like, but but the good thing is it it, it keeps a lot of people employed lah. Yeah. You know. If they otherwise don't have jobs, yeah. Keep them employed so that at least they are they stay off the streets and. Yep. Yep. I mean, so as much as I will complain about Grab and all, uh, if I need it, they still provide a good service if they are the cheapest or if they can deliver the food, I'm like, fuck it lah. I'll just, I'll just drink the damn Kool-Aid lah. Is there an alternative for Grab, like, for food delivery? Yeah, I got the Deliveroo, Food, food Panda, Panda, you know. Deliveroo. Food or just Panda, walking lah, yeah. just taking a walk to your lo- local, yeah. local and, center. And there are platforms like Oddle, which is mm. a oh. Singapore-started company that, basically helps uh, websites, uh, restaurants create their own website for delivery mm. or something. Like. So they, they cut out the middleman. Like. So a lot of establishments are also doing that. Right. Because right, right. the Grab, I think during COVID, Grab also got some flag because their service charges, like the cut yeah. that they take from restaurants like 30% or something, mm. which is damn high. Like. So that's why now a lot of these uh, restaurants, they, they mark out the price 30%. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah right, so right. It's expensive. But in Malaysia, yeah. is, is inflation a general, like a very big theme of people's uh, day-to-day now? Yeah, yeah, Inflation is very bad now. Uh, mm. like we, And then we have stuff like egg shortage. Uh, yes, you know, yes. Chicken shortage. And yeah, yeah. inflation is uh, quite high now. Uh, uh. So recently, the government introduced something called what? Uh, menu Rahmah, which is like friendly menu, which is like Certain restaurants, you pay firing it, you get like oh. rice, chicken, and veg, whatever. Like mm. I don't know how it's going to be sustainable, but it's a well, it's it's worrying because these kind of measures are like you know, like band aid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. The fact mm. that they're doing, this, they're doing this means they don't have a better solution yet. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> to all this inflation and whatever. So, like, what's your next plan? Takan, you wanna don't tell me you're doing this friendly menu for like the next. Five years is it's not sustainable. So given mm. how parliament is so fractured <coughs> in Malaysia, is a lot of time spent like the convincing within parliament to pass a certain thing or something. Because you yeah. know in Singapore, like majority PAP still, if they want something, they will push it through, You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Malaysia is it? Is it a lot of like okay? So right now, members. the current the current prime minister, the current composition, he's actually enjoying a two thirds majority mm. because his coalition. Plus some former enemies, you have a simple coalition. Mm. Then another coalition from uh, its own coalition from Sabah and Sarawak, from Sabah, from Sarawak. They themselves are a big group who has joined him, lah. Mm. So 
to get some to get benefits for East Malaysia. So with that, he actually has a two-thirds majority. Mm. So if he wants to uh, amend the constitution for reforms, now's a good time, lah. Mm. But with but he doesn't have he shouldn't be relaxing and waiting. She 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 yeah. should do it now because. You never know when your government will collapse. But within mm. the coalition, they all, I mean, definitely got for some now. differences. Oh, for now. For now. For now, for it's now. fresh. Uh. So, but last time, even last time, uh, when we lowered the voting age to 18 years old, mm. the guy who was spearheading it, his name is Said Sadiq, a very mm. young politician. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. He, manages, he managed to cross the aisle and get a lot of bipartisan support. Mm. So the motion to lower the voting age was passed unanimously. Mm. Everyone agreed. Mm. Mm. Which, is a, which is a good thing. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, but when you don't have a strong coalition, you have to take time to... Like last year, they tried to do this thing called the generational endgame for smoking. Mm. Oh. Which is like, they will ban smoking products being sold to people who are born after 20... A certain year. Like, like, yeah, 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 people yeah, yeah. born correct, correct. after, well, let's say 2015, yeah. Yeah. Cannot, cannot you'll never anything. be able to, I mean, yeah. the, mm. the idea is that you'll never be able to smoke. Yeah. 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 Uh, then there was last, so but that did, fell apart because not enough support. I see. Uh, I see what young people want to smoke. Uh, no, I mean, uh, okay, so because, you see, uh, the lobbyists, mm. the tobacco companies, mm. they will lobby mm-hmm. to not have it in place. Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. absolutely ridiculous because you have people, politicians who say, hey, you know, we must support businesses. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, what are you talking right. about? It's to prevent smoking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Clearly, yeah. They, some of them have been influenced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And big, to, big tobacco is a lot of money. They never take position as director of public policy at the tobacco company. <laughs> ah, <laughs> no need. <laughs> la, no need. You just... Just get shares. You, you just get shares. <laughs> or, you know, they were... Or, or it's like, Another simple way is like, okay lah, the next election, I will fund your campaign lah, whatever lah. Oh, yeah lah, yeah lah, yeah mm. I mean, they, allegedly, and it's all just speculating allegedly yeah, yeah, for legal yeah. purposes. <laughs> There's no need to join the public listed company and announce one or <laughs> If PAP needs a strategy director, they should contact me lah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so in Malaysia, there's no, there's no equivalent of like Alex Jones uh, Someone who is that publicly vocal about all the conspiracy theory shit given all the stuff that's happening. I don't think so. Don't ever. Mm. Don't so. At least definitely not in English. Lah. Ah, not in English. Uh, but we don't have, we don't need, yeah, Singapore got lah. Singapore. Probably Alex MC, Jones. The first being sued and cancelled by the guy. D-platform. Is it D-platform? I think so. I think he hasn't been put back. Uh. Like Trump can put back already, right? The, the worst thing he did was like, like telling all the parents that they're the shooting. Things, right? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. fuck. That one's yeah. Yeah. I think that was the point where even the neutrals were like, dude, you can't say this kind of shit. Lah. Yeah. He's, he's getting sued. Like, yeah. uh, uh, Billions, I, hope, I think. I pay a billion, a billion dollars. And I hope he gets fucked. He's horrible, the things he did. It is, it is. Yeah. So, yeah. so now when you go to America, your, part of your tour includes going to America. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. So like, are you thinking also like, uh, the audience we'll be talking to in America? Because I can imagine the whole audience there being very Yeah, I think my kind of, right? my stuff, you don't really need to be a Malaysian to to get it mm, mm. and I'm sure I have but then I also when I perform overseas I know that I have some fans who are in America who like my stuff oh, okay, okay. so I don't really need to like sort of pander to US politics or whatever mm. and I shouldn't like, because like then, then I become just every other comic in America yeah, in New York yeah. I want to be my own guy yeah yeah correct correct uh, so 
I don't really go, okay, I need to do something. But but sometimes something happens which you like you must address, no? you know mm. what I mean? Mm. Like I went to London last year, October. Mm. And this was shortly after Liz Truss mm. was the Prime Minister then had to resign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And at time things were shit in London. Very bad. And that time also <laughs> the ringgit went up to like an all time high record against the, the pound. Okay. So I went there and I said, opening line, I said, you know, Malaysia's going through a lot of shit. But I got to say, you guys are going through a lot of shit also. Now. <laughs> big applause break. Big, big applause. Like, let, let, me see, let me tell you how bad it is from mm. outsider perspective. Okay? Uh-huh. I've toured around for 10 years. This is the first time I go to another country and I tell the local promoter, please pay me in ringgit. <laughs> and they're like explode like applause because the, the, the currency was so shit then also yeah, 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 so yeah. like oh, okay it's very bad so th- yeah that's, that was a nice special moment that only the UK fans have lah. I see, uh, I see also you you have a little bit uh, because it's so big yeah correct, yeah, correct, yeah, correct, yeah. Yeah. in Jakarta this one happened just happened like the ven- my venue outside uh, you know yeah. the, like you know, just simple things like no fire photography whatever, mm. right? so, no food mm no drinks. No weapons. <laughs> I like, I went on stage, Jakarta is the first time there were no weapons. Like, what happened at the last show? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. you must say no weapons. Really, no weapons. The third one. No the third weapons. One. Uh. Surely if, you should have been the first, uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you plan these tours and all, like, is it all like, like, do you have people that help you with it? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. You yeah, lead I've, it and... Like, like Malaysia, Malaysian shows mostly I do myself. Yeah. Mm. With the help of my manager. Uh, Singapore shows I do myself. Mm. Then Australia, New Zealand, I have a guy who's helping me. His name is Andy. And then like Australia, uh, Indonesia, I have a friend named Mo. Mm. He's mm. a promoter in Indonesia. Then Hong Kong, I have another friend in Hong Kong. Oh, so these are all people you get to know through the your local, network yeah, the, and all. Vivek, uh, Vivek and Mo are fellow comedians. Mm. Really great guys. Uh, so you just need someone to you can trust lah. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. Malaysia, Singapore, I don't need because I I know the market so well. Okay, mm. okay. So like um, I mean during COVID you were trying a bunch of different things or so lah, right? Like uh, coming doing on videos, your podcast, yeah, coming on mm, podcasts, uh, all these doing things. Doing online streaming, yeah. doing comedy shows online, doing videos, which really yeah. helped lah. But what 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 has uh, what have you learned in the past uh, couple of years through the pandemic that uh, maybe you you wouldn't want to go back to or or anything at all like or something that has has made you realize like this is really like stand-up comedy in person life. That's what I want to do. And and not all the other fluff like doing stuff online and all that. Oh, um I think I think during the pandemic people people learned the value of arts and entertainment. Oh really? Because they're stuck yeah. at home. Okay, mm. okay. So when I do videos, uh, the, the videos that I put out during the pandemic all have excellent views because mm. People at, at home. Mm-hmm. So they just watch. So and it really honed my craft also. So people now appreciate comedy more. Mm. So there's a lot of value in what you do, especially when you entertain people, you put out content. So content is, content is king during those yeah. pandemic years. So, but once I got out of that and I returned to the stage, uh, that's when I realized that the stage is very different. Uh, mm. Doing live comedy, people giving you that immediate feedback. That's the best job. It's the best job in the world, lah. Mm. So mm. that's why I, 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 I love 
stand up comedy a lot more. I used to love it a lot, but now I love it even more. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, taken my appreciation to the next level. Especially when my friend got arrested, and you know the comedy club got shut down. Uh, you you know, appreciate it while while we still have it, lah. Yeah, mm. yeah. that's true. why I like coming to Singapore to perform. You know, I, I uh, last year I shot my special, and I performing regularly again, touring again. So it's it's a good feeling, lah. Mm. It's one of the best jobs in the world being a stand up comedian. Yeah, mm. very lucky to do it. Yeah, and yeah. you have a show coming out in July in Singapore, also, right? Yes, and so, tickets are available already. Yes, uh, actually, so I'm doing okay this year. I'm doing five cities in Malaysia, mm. Singapore, then there's uh Hong Kong, Indonesia, uh Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, Melbourne, Adelaide, Auckland, London, uh, and then uh, London, uh, LA, New York, Toronto, Vancouver. Hold on more. Right? Uh, uh. But my fastest selling show is in Singapore. Oh, yeah? Good. I've sold oh. more tickets in Singapore than in KL. So, I love the Singaporean fans or who are all the fans in Singapore. So, I'm, it's selling like non-stop. So, I think I'm going to add another show. Oh, oh is it? Wow. So, I'm, uh, 7th and 8th, Friday, Saturday. I think I may add a matinee show on, on, on Saturday. Because oh, no. I've sold, uh, right now, total capacity is 4,000 seats. Yeah. I've sold 1,000. Oh. oh. Wow, power, I have five more months to go. So, I might add another show. La, so I'm really optimistic. La. Oh, Last year's shows were so sold out. So I'm very grateful. And this is the Esplanade. Esplanade, baby. Oh, Lamar. Yeah. That oh. is great, man. And I'm hoping that everyone watches my uh, Netflix special coming mm. on 9th of February. Mm. Yeah. And then hopefully that will even spur more ticket sales. La. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's coming on 9th February. It's called... Uh, Ride with Caution. Ride, Ride with, with caution. caution. And your tour is called? Brain Drain. Brain Drain. So that <laughs> will be the core of your... Next special. So, Brain Drain is this year's tour and then mm, uh, mm. I'll probably shoot Brain Drain and record it and produce it so that it'll be a a, a, a special that I can hopefully sell to Netflix again or some mm. others. Uh, whichever streaming platform will offer me a million dollars. Media Corp, bro. Media Corp. Million. One million sing. Depends what current... Oh, uh, million sing. Uh, can, uh. I don't think they've ever had a stand-up comedy special yet. Ah, maybe uh, you can yeah, hook me on MediaCorp. Can, 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 can. Million, million, million. Another checkbox on your PR application, huh? MediaCorp, MediaCorp production. Ah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I see, yeah. If they pay me million sing, why not, man? <laughs> but it'd be heavily edited, I'm sure, right? Very, very. Have you yeah. ever thought about doing anything on OnlyFans or not? OnlyFans? Uh-huh. I, I have thought of it. Uh-huh. But not, no. I'll do OnlyFans, but not um, comedy, la, is it? Not, 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 nothing sexual, one, la. It's just uh-huh. like, oh. like, okay. Uh, for ten thousand, you know, you can put your price at right? ten thousand yeah. dollars. I would, I will say I love feng shui, whatever you know. <laughs> uh, uh, for for one million, I say uh, traditional Chinese medicine works. Uh, 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 whatever lah, whatever. <laughs> I p- put money to betray my beliefs lah, but <laughs> a lot of money lah. I see, I see, I see. Right I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the only, only that's the only friends you do lah. Uh, if you uh, like to betray yeah. your beliefs, betray la. my beliefs <laughs> for a lot of money. For a lot of money. Yeah. For a lot of money. Yeah, I was telling fans also, hey, try because I think he had, he recorded his performance last year or something. I said, hey, just try put on OnlyFans. Like, you'll be like the first stand-up comedian in Malaysia and Singapore to to go on OnlyFans. But it's only all right. for sex, right? It's all just sex, no, not sex, uh, la, Sex like take a but now take it's a all out of people it. who are only OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. The, the people who it's buy it's a lot of sex, la, It's a lot of sex. Really, sex they just, yeah, they just yeah, want yeah. sex. Yeah, it's a lot of sex. Uh. <laughs> 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 yeah, there's a Malaysian uh, OnlyFans creator. Her name is Puyi. Puyi, oh, yeah, 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 correct. Very famous. So rich, yeah. yeah. She's so. But now rich. she's pivoting to DJing, right? Yeah, but smart lah. But she's so rich. She, does she smart, does she yeah. live in Malaysia? I think so. Yes. She does. Like, yeah. how does that? How does that 
square with like uh, you know the laws against low jobs and everything i really don't know lah <laughs> but there's definitely she's very popular okay now yes she's doing djing but my god she's so rich and mm. she's the first i admire mm. her so much just like how you make money lah amazing but, like, but you say she's rich in, in the sense of you, you she's very public with how she how she spends her money or or what no, I meant rich with values. No, like, <laughs> no, I mean no. I mean, yeah, she. You can. Yeah, she. She has a Porsche or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she's I, younger I than that. me and she got so much money. And, and she's the first Asian to be the cover of Penthouse, I think. And was it Playboy? Playboy. No, Playboy shut down. Playboy. Oh, Penthouse. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Penthouse. yeah. She's uh, starring in a movie. It's coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, with Vika, and, and, right? I saw the trailers yeah, with Vika. Yeah. Amazing yeah. work. Yeah. Amazing. I. 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 Like, I mean, all I've. I mean, all of her career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Would, you, would you say that uh, outside of Michelle Yeoh right now, she's probably, she might be the next most watched Malaysian? Like- <laughs> Maybe. 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 <laughs> I mean, she's got 20 million followers, man. Wow. On right, Instagram. 20 million. Yeah, Holy 20 million. Crap. 20 million. 20 million. Wow. Jesus. wow. 20 million. But yeah, man. The wow. next one is Nigel Ng, who has 7 million subscribers on YouTube. Oh, yes, Nigel, yes, Nigel. What, what sort of content does he do? Uncle Roger. Uh, Uncle Roger. Oh, Uncle Roger. Oh, Nigel. Nigel. Oh, but he's right. based in London, like he, right? He's yeah, he's based in London. Seven million subscribers. Uh. I don't Ooh. know how you. I can't even count that number. Is he? Is he wow. seen as part of the the comic the stand up? Yeah, he's a great. Sta- he's a great stand up comedian, and mm. he started as a stand up comedian. Yeah. Then he yeah. he hit on Uncle Roger. That's why he can go into it because he really had the chops. Uh, see, now see, he see. now he he found the fans. Uh, but yeah. he tours as Nigel Ng, not Uncle Roger, right? Or okay, I've not watched the show yet, but what he does is he comes out as Uncle Roger, mm. interacts with the crowd, goes back in, nah, his opening air comes out, then he comes out as Nigel Ng. Oh, that's smart, uh, that's smart. Smart, smart, because yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah but, but yeah, he's so, he's so successful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like, I respect how he, like, from there, then he, I mean, even his podcast is super successful. Mm. He's touring and all. The Haya podcast, yeah. Yeah, the Haya He's podcast. becoming his own media conglomerate. Yeah, mm. that's great, man. That's oh. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's not, so, uh, I've been telling my friends in comedy that overall, uh, I think we're entering a golden age for stand-up comedy in Asia. Mm. Mm. There was an initial wave where we all started our careers. This was in 2010. Mm. But there's a second wave coming mm. where there's a golden, we're entering like a a golden age of stand-up comedy where everyone loves comedy. People come out and support. Mm. I see in Singapore, I see in Malaysia, despite what's, what has happened. I see in Manila, I see in Indonesia. It's it's happening. The, yeah. the second age, uh, the second wave, mm. which will be the golden age of stand-up comedy in Asia. I so I, I tell all my friends who are in comedy, just keep doing keep it. Keep sharp. Mm. Keep working because it's going to come. So mm. when it comes, you don't want to get left behind. You want to be ready to ride the wave. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's what, coming. What happened in the first wave? Like people got rich or... or? No, no, no. The first wave is just, it happened. It happened Stand-up okay. comedy happened. Was so born, after yeah. Russell Peters became viral with a clip, yeah. 2004, yeah. 5, where you're 34, 50, you know that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, you're going to get a herd real, real bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. Malaysia, Singapore, Hong Kong, Manila, Philip. Uh, Philippines, Indonesia, India, all started our stand-up comedy mm. explosions, mm. which mutually exclusive of each other because we never interacted. Yeah, our scene started same time. Uh, the see. English same time. We all had mm. the same trajectory. Everyone, mm. and then then we met and they go oh, yeah yeah. It's it's been growing ever since. Uh. It's been growing ever since. Uh, and I think 
in the in the next few years there'll be a, mo- a lot more of the uh, like say Hollywood or the more mature markets are going to turn their gaze towards Asian comedians. Mm. So that's one. And then our own fan bases, our own countries will like, will love stand-up even more. Mm-hmm. They're going to support stand-up comedy even more. Mm. So this is the second wave. So mm. do you see Russell Peters as like one of your all-time heroes? He's like the Jesus of Asian comedy. I met him at Montreal at the Just for Laughs uh, festival uh, in Montreal. Yeah. Uh, he just finished his show and I was watching the next show. So I saw him at the backstage and I said, uh, Hey, Russell, uh, I'm a comedian from Malaysia and uh, I see you also do BJJ. I said, I said everything, all the things to make, to make it seem like we have a connection. Uh, then I said, uh, you know, you started the comedy revolution in Asia. Then he said, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's coming to this part of town. He's coming to KL 20th February. He's coming to Singapore 25th February. Oh. oh. Okay, so okay. I'm hoping to meet him. Uh, maybe he does BGJ so I can hopefully yeah, roll with that's him. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. He, he, he really started. That set was very eye-opening for Asians. Yeah. Even mm. for my family. like Everybody loved it and I never loved seen it, them and people share. Go, hey, actually, yeah. Asians can do stand up, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, correct. You know, correct. Asians are funny. Hey, I like, like started like exploded. Yeah. And now oh. there's a whole new market thanks to that clip. Mm. But wow. cool, cool. So, Crazy. so I mean, people can get uh, your tickets in. Uh, it's online available already. Yes. Uh, uh tickets uh, to my entire tour available at jasonleong.my. Mm. Tickets are very very cheap. Mm. <laughs> and then, uh, my. Second special on Netflix, Ride with Caution, is available mm. 9th of February on Netflix worldwide. Wow, oh, awesome. Nice. Okay, and we'll put the worldwide. links to the show notes. Now, on Netflix, people can sign up to put it also, like, to watch. Like, I think so. I think that right? you can, mm. you, if you watch the trailer, you, you can tap on something to remind you ah, okay, when okay, it's okay, going to come, come out. Yeah, okay, the trailer's okay. on, the trailer's out. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Then shall we do our one shock thing? Yes. We always end our show with talking about one shock thing. If yeah, one we, shock we thing. give you the homework yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, one shock thing. Okay. So what? so would you you have something in mind? Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. So recently uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because mm. you when you get stuck in traffic jams. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you're Singaporeans, you all know what traffic jam is? <laughs> it's the well, well, thing they, you put on the bread, is it? Just, yes. Ah, they okay, don't last yeah. more than fifteen minutes, la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 minutes. Our yeah. jams jams last two hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've been listening to this podcast uh, called How to Take Over the World. Mm, okay. Right? It's basically, this guy is a historian. I think he talks about world leaders from the past like Julius Caesar, uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, Alexander, Alexander the Great. Mm. So that's why I re- recently listened to the whole thing about Julius Caesar. Mm. The life of Julius Caesar is very interesting. Mm. Uh, and how he he became one of the most influential men in, in Rome and till today. The word, like, the word, you know, Tsar, mm. like the Russian Tsar, yeah, yeah. that word came from Caesar. Mm. Oh. It was Caesar, it was Caesar, Kaiser, Kazar, Tsar. Oh. It all came from so, uh, Caesar. Caesar uh. you know, so he's, he's very influential and it's very fascinating life of Caesar. One of the legends of Caesar is, and you, I mean, you all watch, listen to the whole podcast, like, well, Legend of Caesar is he once got kidnapped by pirates. Mm-hmm. Right? So that the pirates want to ransom him to so that people pay him a lot of money. Yep. So but Caesar was a very ambitious and a very arrogant man. So when the pirates said, Oh, we're gonna ransom you for thirty talents of money, mm. Caesar said, Huh? Thirty talents? Hey, I'm worth more. Lah. Ask for more. Ask for fifty <laughs> talents. And then he he would uh 
participate in sports with them, play games with them, mm. with their exercises. Like he's sleeping, then the, the pirates are playing games. He'll say, hey, can you please quiet down? I'm trying to sleep. Oh. This is to his pirate captain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he became friends. And then he jokingly said to the pirates, when I get ransomed, I'm going to come back mm. and I'm going to crucify all of you. Mm. And the first, ah, <laughs> joker lah, sister. You're a funny guy lah. So he gets ransomed. He gets released. Right? He goes to the nearest town, masters a small army, mm. right? Mm. Raids the pirate cove. The pirates are still there. He captures all of them and true to his word, he crucifies all of them. Oh, mm. really? But because they are friends, they've become friends, he is merciful. Because you, when you get crucified, it's a very horrible way to yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they get crucified, he also slits their throat so that they die faster. Oh, that's nice. That's, that's nice of him. So, nice, then, so, so nice. nice guy. So, like, so nice, nice guy. <laughs> then, then he took back the money that they just ransomed him with. Yeah. Took back the money. Shala. Such a, a cool guy. Yeah. So, so that's one of the legends of Caesar. And that, that's just before he became really powerful and uh, became the Caesar of Rome. Caesar of so Rome. interesting. So it's like, a, how long is each podcast? I believe there are three episodes. Each episode is like 40 minutes to an hour. Wow. Yeah. But the, the the entire chronicles. There's also another other podcast which talk about his life in even greater detail. Mm, mm. But this is a good start, lah. I see, I see, I see. Julius Caesar, one oh, of the cool. most, and it's a few different leaders, lah. It's just three episodes. Yeah, no, 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 no. The whole podcast is a few different, uh, many oh, other different. But, but I'm talking about the one in, about Julius, Julius Caesar. Caesar. He does it really well. Okay, okay, mm, awesome, yeah. awesome. Cool. What about yours? Terrence? Uh, mine is, uh, I think, on Complex. There's a recent YouTube video they did. Where the the WWE legend, uh, the Undertaker, goes sneaker shopping with Complex. So so cute. It's they got yeah they got the Undertaker invited him to come to a sneaker store in Boston to buy to talk about the sneakers that he wore and what what he grew up with and what his sneakers he was interested in as a youth and how it even during while he was wrestling and all that what kind of sneakers he was wearing and what kind of sneakers he'd wear now lah. So they got him to actually buy some sneakers on the spot. And I always find this damn funny because, you know, all these Undertaker, Stone Cold, all these uh, legends from 20 years ago, they're basically uncles now, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're uncles yeah. now, you're, they're, right, you're right, you're right. They're trying to talk to them about sneaker culture. They're like, oh yeah, it's awesome that you know, LeBron James wore this unique, like one in 500, like purple color, LeBron 9 that pays homage to me. And then I'm like, but you look at him, he's wearing like this uncle, like dad shoes, like white color, new balance dad shoes. And he's like, oh, you know, I've got a bad back now, so I can't wear all these sneakers and i got to wear new balances because there's so, <laughs> so it's always damn funny. There's the contrast of like, you the remember Undertaker. these guys, the Undertaker, then they're like, oh, talking about their bad knees and bad hips and like what previous, new balance shoes they're wearing. A previous one shock thing was the one with Stone Cold, right? Yeah, the Stone Cold was funny also. This yeah. is the Undertaker. So yeah, is it your Undertaker. shock thing because it looks inauthentic? Like they are obviously not sneakerheads or? Yeah, they're obviously not sneakerheads. They're dads who are basically being put on to. the spot. Yeah, to try and connect to a younger <laughs> generation and, and all that. It's, it's always a funny la. But I mean, they're also legends, la, right? So yeah, you, would, yeah. you would watch it just to hear what they, they Undertaker. say. La. Undertaker is pre-Steve Stone Cold, la, right? Yeah, yeah. He started before. La. Yeah, yeah, with Hulk Hogan and all. Hogan, yeah, oh, but he stayed with the company. He stayed loyal to the company. Yeah. All the way, yeah. yeah. There's crazy. a rumor about Undertaker, probably true, where WrestleMania 14, mm. uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was fighting uh, uh, Shawn Michaels. Mm. Yeah. And Stone Cold Steve Austin was booked to win the match and usher in the whole Attitude Era. Mm. Uh, first time becoming the WWE champion. Mm. Yep, yep. WF champion that time. 
and Undertaker's match with Kane just finished. So then that that so his match finished and the next one is Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Undertaker goes to the back and then he stands by the side where he knows Shawn Michaels can see him. Mm. And Shawn Michaels at the time was very known to be a diva. Yeah. And they were worried that he would not do business as they mm. call it. They would not he would not lose to Austin cleanly in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Mm. Or you're trying to fuck it up. So, mm. so Undertaker stands by the side. He knows Shawn Michaels can see him. He starts taping up his wrists. Is uh. it? Didn't say tape up his wrists. The message is, you don't do properly, I'm going to fuck you up. Fuck you up when you come back. Oh, yeah. he, he was always known as one of the, the big guys in the in backstage. Uh. Like he would enforce discipline and, and, and score, score people who fucked up or were out of line and things like that. And plus, yeah. it helps that he's six foot eleven. Uh, yeah, the big guy, uh, big guy, ready. Yeah, big guy, big guy. Yeah, yeah, big guy. Yeah, size fifteen yeah. shoes. Yeah, I learned. Yeah, he wears oh. size fifteen. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my one short thing is, uh, I know I'm late to a lot of TV shows, but I recently completed Inventing Anna. Have you seen mm. it? No. The Have you heard of uh, Anna Delvey? No. So, so sorry. There, there was this case of this German heiress uh, who came to New York wanting to start like the Anna Delvey Foundation, which was meant to be like the most exclusive arts clubhouse in New York, like an entire building dedicated, and she was 25. Um, and when it was happening, I think it was 2016, 2017, she was like rubbing shoulders with all the in people in New York, like the the most famous architect, the most famous chef, all getting them on board to, to build this one clubhouse. She got a $40 million loan from Fortress, which is a pretty legit investment vehicle. And she was 25. Lah. So there was just all this like, wow, on Instagram, she was posting living the high life of New York and she was known to be this German heiress, like with a trust fund of 70 million from her dad. So one journalist started picking up on, on uh, no, she, eventually she got uh, arrested because um, for claims of, I think, fraud and larceny or something. Like. Mm. Then what, went, what made it go viral was this one journalist from the Manhattan. Oh, this wrote, happened recently. 2018. Mm, mm. Yeah. What, what, she wrote a long 7,000 uh, 7, word um, deep dive narrative about the story of Anna Delvey and how she conned New York's elite. La. And that blew up. It went viral. And Shonda Rhimes got the rights and she made a TV show about it. Following how this person conned her way and somehow managed to convince the best bankers, the best lawyers that her trust fund was legit um, and that everything was real. But now she's serving uh, jail time under house arrest uh, because she was convicted out of like the, the seven out of the ten charges. Mm. Um, and this story just tells it from like a, a story, like not a documentary. So, I mean, I know the, the thing How many episodes? Is, is nine episodes. And it's super fascinating because I know there was some criticism about its tone and all, but it just shows how one person with enough confidence and charisma can con the people at the higher levels of society and once you con one person, uh, it helps you con the second person. Uh, you just watch it, you're like, fuck, you can almost imagine how that would happen. It's like you're so rich and famous that people don't even bother checking. Uh, mm. Your trust fund. Like she would use a voice moderator to change Hilarious. Yeah, it's fucking fascinating. You watched it? Yeah, yeah I've seen it. Yeah. yeah, it is unreal and it just makes you think, shit, man, like... Uh, I also can do. Yeah, you yeah. also can do with enough me. confidence. And she's almost like... Somewhat delusional, and then now she's getting a reality TV show. So oh, the problem is, is she didn't follow through with her project. Like if she had taken it, the money yeah, and do it, no, like, she almost got close to it, but she got turned in by her friend who she stole, uh, who she siphoned some money from. Mm. So that friend called the cops, uh, and then she 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 was under charge. But 
up till then, everything, no, within a few weeks, she would have got a $40 million loan. Wow. Yeah. To yeah. get this clubhouse on 281 Park Avenue, which is this exclusive property in New York. Wow. So it's fascinating. So it's a, it's a nice watch. It's a nice watch. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool, man. So after after you watch uh, Jason's new special, then you oh, can yes, watch... Oh, yes. Correct, correct. Yes. yes. 9th of February. <laughs> 9th of February. On Netflix, right with caution. Right with yes. caution. And Brain Drain, the global world tour. Yes. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah. You Anytime you're in Singapore, just, just come. Yes. Yeah, yeah can. PAP yeah. the best. PAP the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay.